No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and today I got some of the realest ones in the business mm-hmm. with me, mm-hmm. across from me. Mr. Ruga Ruga, the head shooter. Hell Rel. Yes, sir. J.R. Wright in the building. J.R. Wright the writer of writers yes. and a surprise. 40 Cal was good. 40! They brought 40 Cal with them. Yes, yeah, sir. we do. Got Very God nice. with us. Very nice. Here. Some respectable, right. respectable young chaps, yes, if sir. you will. Yes, yes sir. sir. Right, right. Good young looking. spitters. They're looking for having me. No, no doubt. How, how y'all feeling? I feel, gr- feel beautiful, This is man. a pleasure, man. I mean, we, we have, we're friends besides this interview, so this is so dope to just be talking to you, like, in an interview form. Yeah. Because we do this besides interview, you know what I'm saying? So, Yo, Hellrell and I kicked it back. That must have been 2017. Facts. I pulled up. What was that that building called that we were in? Oh, eleven ninety nine. Okay. Yep. I pulled Holland. up. I'm like, oh my god, they got me in, in the project. He was in eleven ninety nine. He was in the trap. That's great. In the hood by itself. Screen printing. They're like, they're screen printing shirts on one floor. They got the dude. Yeah, we're he was hanging in Duke out. Duke house. Shout out to Duke the God. Shout out to Duke the God, man. That's why I said Adam is verified, man. Shout you guys be. This internet shit, don't get it fucked up, man. He's been in the trap, no security, his jury on. Right. He's verified, man. <laughs> I may have had jewelry at that time. I don't know. I nah, remember you, had we got, nice, you had a nice little ring on. We got drunk as fuck. We was pissed. That we was, was pissy drunk. Amazing time. Duke was so fucking shit-faced. Duke was the drunkest one. <laughs> <laughs> By far. But that was a beautiful thing to see because we were really kicking it like right. off camera. Right. And I'm around like all y'all and y'all were still really fucking with each other. And that was, I mean, y'all, y'all two weren't there. You so got, it wasn't you got that the witness concise, the camaraderie. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. Dope shit. For sure. I, yeah, man, like, let, let me just paint the picture for y'all. I mean, I'm, maybe Raul understands this, but as a young man, it was dipset, everything. Nah, it was crazy. It was every fucking mixtape, really, really, really getting on the train just to go to Canal Street, just to cop some mixtapes and not even knowing if I was buying real ones or bootleg ones because I was stupid, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. That's like, dope. That you know, one of the most powerful times in my life as a rap fan, for sure. And it's dope. And we appreciate that. And I got a chance to experience that yesterday because we was riding to, uh, I guess we was going somewhere and we was just listening to old Diplomat songs. Uh-huh. And I was listening to old songs that I did with 40 and JR. And Classics. Classic. And we, we don't listen to our own music as artists. Especially the old stuff? Yeah, we don't old? listen to that shit. Right. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes, but I don't yeah. go back and listen to my old album or my first album. Right. So when you hear it after five or six, seven years, you're like, damn, I said that? Or damn, JR Ryder killed it like that? Right. Mm-hmm. Or damn, yeah. 40 said that? I had to so take the it's like it's like timeless music. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, niggas, our, niggas, our old shit is better than niggas' new shit. Yeah. For sure, I take the credit for that. I they I played. I had the um the car. You always want the credit. Sorry, so I gotta I gotta I gotta get this a flower. No credit thing, man. Let me, a, let me get one flower. This ain't right? drink champs. You ain't, you ain't gotta get your flowers. I had I had, I had my um I had my my, my <laughs> right? joint play. I had the Oaks cord with Shout the warm with my warm up list and and when you know I work out, so I you know I got the old Dipset joints. So I say let me play this and, and remind people what Thanks. we what we used to do when I got you know it's not. Often that I have, you know, my brother Hell Rail and um and Jr. in the car. So yeah, you so put it on when he was in the gym. Yeah, your yeah. mind blew me. I was blown. I was mind blown hearing those records. Nah, I, because I, 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 I doubt Denzel watches all his old fucking movies. Mm, I right. doubt Brad Pitt goes and watches all his old fucking yeah, movies. Jordan don't watch all his old games. I doubt Tom Cruise goes about and watches all the fucking Missions Impossible's. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So it might come on one day and he'd be like, "Oh shit, I did that. I did that." Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like a going on a roller coaster ride. Like, damn, wow! I went up, 
now it came down and I got to see, you know, the accomplishments and the milestones that we achieved. 100%. Cause from, from your perspective, it's like you just keep getting better at making music. But then meanwhile, if you go back and look at that time and you hear that, that production that you were genuinely right. hyped on at the time that sounds so right. old to you now. But you not, see the progress. Adam, I'm you so much of progress. a street nigga. I'll be like, mad niggas be running up on me. Yo, 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 yo. Mm. And I'm like, why the fuck I be getting so much attention? I ain't Jay-Z or something. And then when I go listen to my old music, I'll be like, oh, I was saying some hot ass shit. Mm -hmm. That's why niggas <laughs> fuck with me. Because I don't listen to my old music. Right. If a nigga listens to his own music, he's so uh, narcissist, he's conceited, he just done, got too much fucking time on his hand. Right. When I understood Tupac's process of recording, because I study hip-hop, I heard Tupac recorded the record, heard it one time, and then said, load the next beat up. Mm. Prior to him coming to death row, Snoop and Corrupt a recorder record and listened to the shit the whole motherfucking night. Right. Tupac came there and said, load the next beat up. What, you, what are we doing? Right. And then that made Snoop and Corrupt's work ethic step up because they said, damn, this nigga Pac coming in here doing four or five songs a night. Right. We doing one song and just listening to it thinking we got a hit and Pac knocking four or five out. Right. He listening to it at the end of the night. He listened to it at the end of the night. He said, let the engineer mix that shit down. I hear it when I come back. Mm -hmm. My job is to record, not to sit here and listen to my music. And once I heard Pac said that, I said, damn. That's some real dope shit. Mm. So now I don't even listen to my music. I hear it one time. All right, that's cool. Now I know the legs beat up. Mm. And then when I come in the studio the next day, the engineer has it sounding like a masterpiece. And then that's when we listen to it. But okay, tell me this. Do you think that that is one of the biggest things that, you know, people always say rap music used to be better than it is today. Mm -hmm. But do you, mm -hmm. I think the biggest change in terms of how rap music is made is that people used to, you know, sit, craft a verse for, for a couple days right. or, or however right. long. Right. Now they get in there, they make 10 songs in a night. Like I'm sure all of y'all could make 10 songs in a night if you but wanted to. But that's for professional use only. Yeah, we'd rather quality over quantity. Yeah. Yeah, going no, but in there I don't making like that. four or five bullshit ass records ain't no ain't nothing. Mm. But 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 that's like but going to in the kitchen real? and baking ten pies that tastes like a piece of shit. Mm. Like I just was in Rolling Loud in Miami not too long ago, and I got respect for those for those artists. You know what I mean? Because I know it's just like it's it's hard to come up with bars and punchlines and be lyrical. It's hard to come up with them catchy records. It is, and, one and thing, them catchy flows. And I don't mean to cut you because right if off. it wasn't, then. You know the lyrical, all the lyrical rappers would be doing it. I mean, you still got a handful of, of, of rappers that do it, but I respect those guys. And like you know Jay, and Jada Kiss, I said a, a, a quotable. He said, "Man, I done said everything I could possibly say." Mm. Ask a nigga in your camp who's hotter than Jay. Niggas done said everything <laughs> they could possibly say. Mm. So these young niggas done came up with their own form of way of communicating and their own slings and their ad libs and right. like I love the shit out of motherfucking uh. Fabio ad-libs. I did! Perkhead. What? Them ad-libs is out the fucking roof. And I'm not an ad-lib nigga. I might say, yeah, or whoa. These young niggas' ad-libs is out the fucking roof. Mm, and I'm yeah. loving it. I like that. And that wasn't from the era I came from. Jeezy introduced it to ad Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, ad-libs was a very hard thing for a nigga to, to get to like besides your records. Mm. If you get if you a nigga like your ad libs besides your music, you a dope ass fucking artist. Mm. How many times niggas Gucci got niggas saying, Burr! Right. That's an ad lib. That's not a fucking song. Right. You so like if you that. got a nigga saying your ad lib, 
that's very influential. But it's a lot easier to remember an ad lib than a whole bar or but a whole verse. But the ad lib you know? has to be catchy, though. Oh, yeah. It's tough because there's been a lot of different rappers who came up off of saying yeah differently as mm-hmm. an ad lib. A, a lot of different yeahs. Yeah. Look at Lil yeah. Durk. Man, what? That ad lib is out the roof. Mm-hmm. And these new producers with their tags, take key, fuck that. Producers wasn't doing that back in the days. But when y'all came out, it seems weird in retrospect because mm-hmm. it, it seems pretty clear that y'all are like very lyrical in comparison to a lot of the people that are popping these right. days. But when y'all came out, it was almost like a rejection of what had come before lyrically in a lot of ways. Like where, you know, uh, I just I just heard you talking about in another interview how y'all came with the style of saying the same word over and over and just enunciating it differently and having it mean mm-hmm. something. Different meanings, yeah. I, when I always think about Joel's coming out, like he simplified his rap bar down was so set. Much. You gotta realize we're in New York City. Yeah. You have Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You have Fabulous. You have Nas. You have Cameron. You have all these giants in New York City that were trying to mm. come into the game and, you know, come behind and be stars and shit. So the bar is so fucking high in mm. New York that we trying to write the hottest shit that we could fucking say in our life. So at that particular time, 40 Cal, Jail Writer, Hell Row, those songs that we was writing, that was some of the most hottest shit we was writing because we was trying to impress the Camerons, the Jay-Z's, and, you know, because we, we knew our music was going to be heard. As far as Jewel, shouts to Jewel. As shout far as Jewel, he was in his bag. Can I, can I say he was different. To, to the reason saying? why he dumbed it down is because he wanted to make his music more crowd-friendly. He wanted crowd participation. That's why he added the A, A, A. Like, I literally was in those sessions when he was and dumbing down a, those And records. that's a phrase he coined to Karen even front. Yeah, shout a. out Jewel's. A. a. A lot of niggas ran with A. Hey, it's still going strong. Yo, you gotta, know, gotta put respect yo, on Joel's name on that. You know what I learned? They, got to. They said, I heard, I learned the stat, right? I had the big A-chain. Mm. Stupid, bussy A-chain. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Like, Look, I learned it real quick. I learned the stat that they said that being a rapper in New York, it's, it's harder than being in the NBA. Hell mm. fucking yeah. People got to think about that. Oh like yeah, rapper, man! But being an actual rapper in a name in New York, where everybody rap, you know, your cousin down the block, somebody, somebody knows somebody that rap in their family, whatever the case, or somebody on their block. Right. So being actual having a name, that's just something in itself, you know, and not, and that's not saying any demographic everywhere is easier. Down you know to what I'm saying? But I know New York is hard. Forty percent down to you, like and this relates to rap. I watched the interview, right? Isaiah Thomas said he got into the motherfucker in, uh, elevator with Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan didn't speak. And he thought Michael Jordan was being an asshole and being cocky. And Michael Jordan said, I was so shocked and a fan that I was in a fucking elevator with Isaiah Thomas, I didn't know what to say to him. And Isaiah Thomas took it as a snob, like Michael Jordan too fucking important to talk to me. Mm. And it was just a big music communication. Mm. Isaiah Thomas was like, I was so fucking, I mean, Jordan was like, I was so fucking mesmerized being with him, I didn't know what to say. Mm. So you saw how that get biscuit screwed? And it's the same thing in New York. 
I'll get it. I'll be singing a fabulous song or singing a nigga record and see him in the store and won't say nothing to him <laughs> because that's the temperature in New York. Mm-hmm. You don't want to look like a groupie. You don't want to look like you on his dick. Mm-hmm. But I was just listening to the nigga music an hour ago, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I could have been bumping rowdy music and see the nigga across the street, but I'm not gonna walk over there because <laughs> we ain't got a relationship. <laughs> He's on fire, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna. New York niggas are not gonna establish a relationship. That's not there. Mm. If there's not a mutual to say, yo, it's my nigga, ah, ah, mm-hmm. we're not just gonna woke up like, yo, bro, I'm a fan. Mm. It happens right in between, but that's not the temperature in New York. Right. So a nigga could be listening to your music five minutes and see you and won't say shit to you in New York. Mm. And that's kind of weird, but that's the temperature in New York. Yeah. Because I've done it. Y'all were beefing with Nas. While I was beefing with Nas. I was part Nas of a fans, group. Right? That was yeah, nah, nah, I was a beef with Nas. I was a beef with Nas. I was a part of a group that had beef with Nas. But you had some bars in there, right? Never. Never, never took no. shot at him. That was Jewels and Killer, but okay. you know that never. they squashed that though. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, not yeah, saying that, that they what took place. What, what was the history, but nah, I've never took a shot at that. Hey, Nas. yo, the irony, we was at Sweet Chicks yesterday. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we just went to Sweet Chicks. Shouts to Nas, because that, 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 that fool like, was, was like, crazy. They, they well, that fool was everything. If you hated Nas, you'd be in hard hard times, because I you couldn't even Nas, have the Ring man. app outside your house. You I couldn't have the camera outside your crib, because oh, he, he owns part of that. He's an investor on that. I didn't know until the other day. I heard about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Ring? My girls had that app for years, and I never knew. I've seen his investment with Coinbase. That was big. Exactly. I use that every day. Valley yeah. endeavors done, done paid off. Salute the Nas. That's bananas. Super bananas. Okay, but that's the question is, what keeps y'all dedicated to the music where even within the diplomats, there's a whole fuckload of people who are basically you guys' peers at one point mm-hmm. who probably have no interest in making music or have, have completely just gotten disconnected from it, but y'all are still very much part of the culture, still care about putting out music that you're excited about. Like, what, what's, what's the difference that kept y'all motivated? As far as me, it like, a little I, different I, for everybody, but. I love, I love rap. Like, you know, I love rap more than I love the money I make or the fame I'm getting from it. Like, I got a studio in my crib mm. and I I don't even feel right if I'm not in the studio for at least 12 hours a day. Right. You get what I'm saying? Well, so, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing and I'm trying to always elevate my pen. I'm always trying to out-rap everybody. Like, me and him getting into arguments because I'll be trying to call him to talk about, like, business and other shit. He'll be like, Rook, I'm writing. I'm like, then you're writing all fucking day, man? Wow. I can't even get you on the fucking yeah, I'm phone. Trying to, I'm trying but to crack I know every his, code. I know he takes his crafts that serious, so I don't take it personal. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, but you know, just you know, I've been I've been rapping since I was nine years old, ten years old. So, it's it's I would never I don't I don't see myself retiring. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't I don't yeah ever. Write it. Definitely. I mean, if anything, the whole versus era has kind of shown us that there's still a shitload of appreciation for people from yeah. generations before. You know? Uh, yeah. I'm I'm in a comfortable space as far as me. Me right now, my life is where I don't got to record financially. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. See, you know, in, in, in an artist's career, it's like, damn, I need this next deal. I need this next 300000 or this next 500000 so I can pay these bills or buy a new car, do this or do that. That's not the point where I'm at in life. Right. I'm well off. We're blessed. God has been showing us love. And I'm recording from a comfortable point. Right. When you don't got to record from a financial point, standpoint, your music <coughs> comes out retarded. Like Jay-Z. He ain't you think? Rap, he, just does Jay rap for the money? No. So he's saying whatever the fuck he wants. That's fair. That's on the person. Because I, I is, look is, at it. No, I look just at saying. rappers he, like MMA fighters, where as soon as they get rich and famous, right. they fall off. They get knocked out by somebody. I will believe that. Yes. You know. <laughs> but if you have the money, and you don't have to rap, 
That means you can say whatever the fuck you want. It depends because you got people like J. Cole and Kendrick that they got it's money. It's the love for the sport. They got money already and they still pushing the pen. Mm. They still raising the bar. They, they've created a brand where they get to rap exactly how they want and the fans are actually reactive to that. And Facts. really, if you look at Jay, what's fire about Jay doing the 444 album versus like a lot of shit that we've seen grown, aging rappers do? A lot of times a rapper like, you know, I ain't listened to like every late stage LL album. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that if you were to like dig through that, you'd find him sort of pandering to the new sound a lot. That's Absolutely. why it was amazing to hear Absolutely. Jay do something that was like really raw and you really believe like this is the shit that he fucks with. Right, facts, right, facts. right, right, right. That's a fact. That's a Full fact. fact, man. Full fact. Definitely. How was uh, the versus thing? I seen y'all there, but they didn't call in the, the recruits to. to <laughs> but were they even uh, allowed? Would that have been fair? <laughs> because I was thinking about that. I'm like, that's one thing that like Cam and Jimmy and shit have is that they have a whole fuckload of artists that they developed who are very much beloved by the fans. Whereas right. with with Jadakiss and Styles and them, I mean, I do recall the J Hood era, right? But we all do. Yep. I don't know uh, that they have like a <laughs> lot of artists that would be appreciated like the way you guys would be. Right. Right. And as far as the verses, uh, we were supposed to be. I was trying to make it happen. Oh, okay. Shouts to Jim. I spoke to Jim about it a few days or or maybe two weeks prior. But um, I didn't. Once I get, I didn't get a call back, I ended up calling my uh, hit my brother Fred, uh-huh. and um, he reached out to somebody that worked for Trilla. Shouts to Mr. Zach. Shout and out to Mr. Zach. Mr. Zach, my boy. Yeah, shouts God. to my guy, Mr. Zach. But um, Go for it. may I? He, yeah, yeah. they uh, what Trilla was doing. They had a boxing match before the verses. Oh really? They yeah. had a main event. Yeah. So so basically, they had. I didn't know there was a boxing match prior to the verses. I didn't know. Yeah. That. So basically, Mystic Zach set it up to where he was gonna have us walk out the main event, uh, which is Michael Hunter, my guy, Mike Michael Bon Shout Bounty out to Michael Hunter. Hunter. Shouts to Michael Hunter and um, fourth round knockout. Yeah. So we we performed the best out, and you know we we came across some 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 um some uh. A few bumps in the road or whatever, but uh, Mystic Zach made it happen, and you know, um, yeah, it, it, it was dope. You know, we people thought we was gonna get left out mm. as far as the whole versus thing. So to see us pull up and still perform and still kill it and still have announcers like, oh, that's Jr. Writer, that's Hell Round, Forty Cal. Like mm. even the announcers, when I watched back this, the live stream. We got to see the announcers is going crazy, like, oh, snap. You know what I mean? To see It's kind of like we got the look, but without having to be on the stage with them. And then mm. we went to our ringside seats, and we sat and watched the verses after. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I, we went backstage as well. We went to dressing room. You know, we, we made our, our presence felt. Right. You know, it's all love. But at the end of the day, man, you know. But it just didn't happen. Yeah, but at the end of the day, this is a business, Adam. Right. And Cam is a businessman. Right. And, you know. Just being real, I don't do business with Cam oh, okay. at this particular moment. Okay. Not saying that we're not cool. He put me in the game. I'm forever loyal and grateful, but we just don't do business today, as it stands. Right. That doesn't mean that <coughs> there's a beef or an issue. Right. So maybe I didn't fit into his business plan, or we didn't, which is cool. When did you stop doing business? What led to y'all not no, doing I'm business? No, I'm just saying I, I'm, I only had a one-off deal with him. Like, okay. It, it wasn't like he, I was signing him. <laughs> so you've been out of communication for a long time? I mean, I kind of went through a lot of tragic shit in my own my own life, uh, Adam. Right. Around the time when we was running around, I lost my mother, my father, and my grandmother the same year. Fuck. You feel me? So once that happened, I was like, man, fuck hip-hop, man. Mm. 
None of this shit means nothing, man. I got my daughters crying, talking about where's grandma. Like, shit just became real. Like, the all this hell real shit just came to an end. You feel me? Mm. I just started losing myself. I fell into a deep depression. Because you know the famous saying, what they say, that boy ain't never been the same since his mother died, right? Mm. Well, try your mother, your father, and your grandmother. Fuck. Mm. All in one year. And you had just got done dealing with your legal issues around that time, or I'm sure you were still dealing with them? Shit like that. So, you know, and you know, just going through a bunch of bullshit, clout chasing, and just a whole bunch of nonsense in my life. And I really didn't give a fuck about hip-hop at that time. Mm. If you could talk to somebody who was in that, who's in that state though that you were in at that moment, mm-hmm. like in, in all y'all careers, what advice would you give to a guy who's you know early twenties, got a shitload of talent, mm-hmm. getting introduced to the game? Like, like I'm sure you do have those conversations with young artists. Like, what, what kind of shit do you tell them? I mean, you gotta have a good support system. You gotta have a good support system because depression is real. I used to thought that shit was a fucking myth. I'm like depressed. What the fuck is depression? Mm. I thought that was some white people shit they made up. Like, just keeping it real. Like, I, I, I've never experienced, I never ex- experienced depression in the ghetto. I never heard a nigga in the ghetto say I'm depressed. You feel what I'm saying? No, I, I the definitely. Funny no, part is, real, that was the exclusive terrain of white people for a long ass time. Yeah. which is unfortunate, but it, like, it, you know. I used to see commercials, manic depression or depression. I'm like, hey, what the fuck is depression? <laughs> like, I ain't never experienced no shit like that. Get black niggas don't experience depression. Mm. And then when I finally became depressed, I said, oh, shit, this is what this shit is. My mom's died. I ain't want to shower. I ain't want to leave the house. I ain't want to write a rap. Fucking music came on. I ain't listen to music for the whole 2018. Really? Music, period. Wow. No music. No okay. music. No music. Because certain songs had me thinking about my mother, my father, mm. my grandmother. And I just didn't listen to music for the whole year 2018. And Broski called me, like, yo, Ruger, man, snap out of that shit, man. The streets want to hear you again, man. Let's go make your mother and your father proud. Right. And we put out the upstage, and they've been lit ever since. That's fire. It's good to hear. What, what has kept y'all close in comparison to <laughs> camaraderie? Some other people? We always was around each other. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 40 Cal was always a street nigga getting money. Like, me and JL Ryder had our deals before him, but 40 Cal always had street money. Mm. So 40, he, 40 he got his deal like beat. a few months after. He got his few months after, but 40 always had the latest whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, whatever, latest car, latest chain. So it looked like he had a deal when he didn't have a deal. Mm. We pretty you know much was the artists. Like, Jim, Cam, and Jewels, they was execs. They had, you know... Ownership and dipset, like as far as they had titles, CEOs, you know, president, vice president, and it was we kind of different artists. to me because it, it was it was like it so was, we had that connection. It was more just it was, that. It was I don't mean to cut you off. Right? It was okay. more camaraderie when I went to jail. You gotta realize I met Cam in two thousand and one mm-hmm. through Luca Brazzi. That's it, right? From I was me. trapping in New London, Connecticut. Oh really? Yeah, you know what I'm saying I was trapping. Uh, I caught a case. I went on a run. I came to New York. Luca Brazzi said, man, come to the hill, come fuck with me, let's chill out. Chill out. I know you wanna run, just come hang out with me. And uh Uncasa put out a uh an independent album called a oh. Piff album. I gotta really give it to him. This motherfucker was independent before independent. He used to have people uh buy his mixtape and sign the book so he'll have the signature of 
all the people who bought the book. Oh, wow. And I'd be like, damn, let me see the book. And the book I have like seven to eight, nine fucking pages of niggas who signed the book. You can't only sign the book unless you made a purchase. Huh. So whoever signed the book made the purchase. And it's like eight or nine fucking, 10 fucking pages. So I'm like, damn, you really got niggas out here buying this shit? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, wow, I like this shit. You really making money off of rap? He's like, yeah, Ruga, independently. The Piff album. Right. Him and Keanu, I couldn't believe that shit. Mm-hmm. And then he had booked a studio session. I think him and Lookout Prize did that. Did a freestyle to Cameron's song. When he had first got signed on The Rock, they had did that song with Benny Siegel and Bleak. I turned eight to 20, 22 on Yeah. I did a freestyle over that with Ancasa. And uh, Lookout Brazi played it for Cam. And Cam was already knew Ancasa because Cam used to come to 145th from Broadway. And Ancasa used to always be out there with Lookout Brazi selling his CDs, fresh to death, getting money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he played the, the freestyle. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. So Cam was like, oh, okay, that's un, but who's the second nigga? <clears throat> and Luca Brazzi was like, oh, that's my nigga from the Bronx. Right. He's like, call that nigga, call that nigga right now. And Luca Brazzi called me. I'm in the Bronx just chilling. You know, I like, I gotta turn myself in. I'm on a run, I'm, I'm running a run from New London. I'm, my life is in shambles right now. Nigga, I'm about to go to jail. And I get a call from Luca Brazzi talking about Cameron just heard my freestyle come to the 145th from Broadway. I'm like, yo, Luca, stop fucking playing with me, man. I ain't got time for no games, man. My life too real right now, nigga. Right. He like, oh, you don't believe me? And put Cam on the phone. Hey, yo, this Cam B. Yo, what's up? I just heard that new freestyle. B, come to the come to the hill. I'm like, oh, shit, I know this voice. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to this voice all my fucking life as a rap fan. So I'm like, oh, shit, it's really Cam. So I went down there, I met the nigga. He had the rock chain on. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh shit, shit is really real. Put me in the car with him. We rode out, he kicked it. He like, yo, what's up? Yo, you nice, B. What's going on in your life? No tone, I was doing I was on a run or whatever. He took me to baseline. That shit was amazing. I'm like, oh shit. So this is Jay-Z 2002 baseline. You know what I mean? J.L. Wright is still in the streets. He getting street money. So you were around. J.L. Wright is around. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's around. But... As this is taking place in my life, J.L. Wright is around. He's on one fourth of a Broadway. He's moving around getting street money. But how but... serious are you taking rap at that? No, point? he's on fire. Oh, he's okay. been in a group called Loose Cannons. Like oh. he's underground. I met fire. him before he met Cam. Me and oh. him knew each other before we met Cam. Okay. It's just so <clears> happens <throat> I landed on. I met him in French. Of... Yeah. French Montana. Me and French Montana was friends. I was in a group with... Me and French with, uh, Montana was in a group before I even met Cam oh, I didn't or anybody. I know that. Yeah, I was in a yeah. group with Fred the Godson, rest in peace. Yeah. Ah, rest in peace, yeah. man. Fred, me and Fred the Godson is my yeah, man, definitely. rest in peace. I know when I was 15. Me and, him, me and Fred the Godson yeah. split for Lenny S of uh, Rockefeller. My man Naj, shout out to Naj, who used to manage uh, Vado. He took us down there. And uh, me and him split for Lenny S. And Lenny S had a chick... And he was more interested in that girl than me freestyling. And I always bring that shit up to him when I see him. I say, yeah, nigga, look, I could have been on the rock. Right. He was, he was more attention. Because I was rapping for him, 
he's like, I mean, when you rapping for somebody and they're not paying attention to you, and you're an artist, that shit pisses you off. You're like, oh, why yeah. the fuck you ain't listening to my That's boss? That's gonna be so hard to deal with. He got a badass bitch. You know, he's Lenny Rockefeller, he's in his glory. And I'm rapping and he not giving me no eye contact. And I'm like, I'm getting mad. But he, he noticed I'm getting mad. He's like, nah, nah, I'm listening, keep rapping. So I'm still rapping, you know what I'm saying? Then I get mad and I stop. Cause I'm like, this nigga not paying attention to me, man. I wish Jay-Z was in here, man, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And then Fred rapped for him. He like, yo, y'all nice. Then Benny Siegel came in. He's like, yo, 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 y'all niggas is nice. And then once Benny Siegel paid attention to us, Lenny, y'all started paying attention to us. Well, competition. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's me and Lenny, that's a little joke. Like, you could have signed me to Rockefeller. Mm. He'd be laughing when I say that. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? Because wow. prior to me meeting him, my man Naj took me to spitful in the ass. Mm -hmm. But, you know, things happen for a reason. I ended up in Baseline anyway. Fast forward, I'm in there with Cam, and that shit was just amazing. Walking in Baseline, seeing fucking Jay-Z playing cards with Juan and Bleak walking around with three Rockefeller chains on and Freeway in the room recording and Oskino and Sparks in another room recording. And I'm like, damn, I really made it to the fucking major leagues. I was just selling fucking heroin in New London. Now I'm in baseline with Rockefeller. <laughs> this shit is fucking amazing. Right. You feel me? That's amazing. This shit was mind blowing. Yeah. So I was just playing my part. And Cam was hungry, I ain't gonna lie. He'd go in there and like, yo, we knocking our records out, man. Fuck that. Let's work. We, you know, let's show these niggas we came to work. And I, I liked it that work effort because he didn't come to Rockefeller just to be happy to be down with Rockefeller. Not saying that's not a stat, who wouldn't right. want to be happy. But I came to work too though. Uh -huh. I came to put this work in and show you niggas, I came to get busy. And he made me a part of that process. And that's how I was on This Is What I Do and like three other records of the first Diplomatic Immunity album. Mm. And then I told a nigga, Alan, I kept it real, cause I had to turn myself in. So I'm like, damn, I'm doing all the songs with this nigga Cam. I gotta go to jail. I gotta do a one to three. Right. I don't know how the fuck this nigga gonna take this. This nigga might take me off these songs or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Cause, you know, that's you investing into an artist that gotta go to jail. You could say, man, fuck you, man. I, I ain't got time for you. Right. So I'm like, I, I broke the news to him. I'm scared. I'm like, yo, can't. Cause we was, we was like three, four songs in. I'm like, damn, I'm, it's like I'm about to really be on this album, man. I gotta tell this nigga I gotta go to jail. I'm like, yo, can't. I got something to tell you. You're like, yo, what? Like, yo, man, I, I gotta do one of three. You know what I'm saying? I might have to, have to do two off of it, you know, but I'll be home in two. And the nigga was like, Word, all right, well, we're gonna keep your name alive, and when you come home, I'm gonna have a deal for you. And that shit blew my fucking mind, because I thought he was gonna be like, damn, you going to jail? I can't fuck with you, my nigga. Like, right. you're bad. Like, it's, it's, I got a lot going on right now. He's the sign of the rock. He ain't gotta fucking bring me along with him, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So when he's like, yo, don't worry about that shit, we'll make you a star. So when you hear This Is What I Do, he's rapping on the intro as I'm in jail already. This is my man, Hal Rel. He's locked up. He's about to come home. Hit him, Rel. By the time this shit touched the streets. I recorded that in the streets. Hmm. He said that before me even being locked up. Right. So he already had it in his mind to put this record out and promote me while I'm in jail mm. without me signing paperwork to this nigga. I'm right. not on ink. 
mind you. So this is a gamble. And me looking back, I'm like, damn, me being the CEO of a respectable label, and I just got signed to Rockefeller, while I gamble on the nigga who about to go to jail, even though he nice, he about to do two fucking years, will I keep him on these fucking records? Yeah. It's a big decision. Big fucking decision, right, Adam? All right, so paint the picture when, when you came around, JR. I came around like, uh, I don't know, like, I mean, I was around when he was, he was around, around the whole time. Right. I was there the day he, w- he was going in. But he when, was there when I went to baseline for the first time. But when did we start to, like, you first got your introduction as one of, one of the diplomats? It took me a minute. You know, I, I had to put in work. I had to, you know, I went on a, on, on a, on a on tour. Like, it's like a radio tour where I'm freestyling at all the radio stations, going crazy at Hot 97. Like, even all my deals was based off of me freestyling. Really? So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How oh, so? A, you were just like impressing people that much? <clears throat> like I, me and Cam had a meeting with Sony back in, um, what's that, 2004, just off of my freestyles. Mm. And the, the, the CEO at the time, Dave McPherson, all he wanted to do was hear me freestyle. He didn't want to hear no songs or nothing. You get what I'm saying? So, right. you know, I had to put in a lot of work. <clears throat> you know, I put, I put out two mixtapes before, <laughs> you know, just to prove myself. You get what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, once 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 the deals came, as far as once Juels was situated, he put out his album. I, f- I was featured on his album, and, you know, Cam got me and Rella deal. Facts. You get what I'm saying? For sure. Forty, give us the entry story just so we can flesh uh, it out. <laughs> you were the street dude first, right? We came Word. from 40 buildings, so. It's, Word. Yeah, it was, it's short story short. He's from a, <laughs> They're from the same from, building. He's from my building. <laughs> I sold weed. Yeah, 40. I said, yo, I, I said, yo, free weed, listen to me spit, and I got it. And then it became like a no-brainer. I was nice. He from the bill. Why not? Oh, that's some... how you did it, 40? You said, I'll give you free weed if you let me spit for you? That ass. That's fire. That ass. That's smart. I had, yeah. And he, that's a good marketing scale. He, he was like, I, I, I like, and he said, why not? And he liked what he heard, and the fact that I knew he did, he actually bought the shit still. Mm. And... Yeah, so he bought the weed? Yeah, he bought the weed. He actually became like a, a, a frequent customer, not on some <laughs> shit. Not on some shit like he customer. was like thirst. Like he just was like, it was like a doing two things at the same time. Like, yo, you know, I could buy weed from him and I could hear I could hear some new bars. So and it became like a game to him. Let me hear something new. Mm. Got something new. And as we further go on our <laughs> career. He puts this civil rivalry between me, JR, and Hellrail. We, you know, because now it's like, who got the better first? Mm. Let's see. Let's, yeah, he played let's us against it. each other, but it brought the breath out of us. Because yeah, when I first came home from jail, he like, yeah, I got this new 40 cal nigga, you know what I'm saying? He kind of dope as shit. Tell me what you think about him. So I'm like, play it for me. And it was family ties. And this nigga said, these niggas, like 14 days too weak for me. I'm like, who the fuck is this <laughs> oh, nigga, shit. man? Hmm. So I'm like, Cam, but Cam smiling, like he giving me that laugh, like, like, yeah, you got some competition now, nigga. What you think you the only nigga nice that I got? Right. So I'm like, oh shit, forty cow. Who the fuck is? This? See, I I didn't even know this story. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> That's good. I nah, came to Joel Studio. The nigga paid me family ties. I think Jr. was with me when I first came home. Jr. You pulled up on me, remember? Yeah, I was at the studio. Was at the studio with me, and he paid me family ties, and it was only forty verse on it. He was going to fuck off. He said, you think I ain't the sickest rapper rapping since Easy E? I'm like, 
who the fuck oh, wow. is this nigga? I'm fresh out of jail though. So you know your jail raps and your your, your street raps is different. Right. You know mm. what I'm saying? You know you write shit in jail, but when you come home, you get the vibe, you see the, what was lit, and then you then you snap into the regular you. So my jail raps wasn't matching this nigga street raps. This nigga said he he the sickest <laughs> nigga rapper since Easy E. I said, all right. Let's get back to the fucking drawing board, man. I got some work to do. <laughs> nah, he, he killed that record. You feel me? He like he killed that record. He, he but mocked. I'm just saying, Cam played that, that for me as a trying to stun on me, like, like look at the new addition to the team. Like, right. you just not the only nigga that's hot. Right. Like that's what he was saying without saying it in hindsight. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yo, Adam, it made us all better. But it always made us all better. All so better. that made me say, damn, I got to write a fucking verse of Harder Than 40 Cal. Who right. the fuck is this 40 Cal, nigga? Man, you got and then once off. I write my verse, <laughs> 40, 40, 40, right in here, my verse, and say, damn, this nigga really killed it. I got to kill 40 and write it in that. 40 and Ruga now. Right. And then it brings the best out of all of us. Shit never happened. Mm. You never killed me. No, <laughs> nah. who never killed you? <laughs> you nigga, who you are? Owl now, nigga. Who? <laughs> See, this is what happened. Yeah, look, I murdered you. Cam, all Cam, Cam literally made me Jim and Joel's battle. Really? On oh, camera. Brother. On what, camera. What was that in Smackers? Shit. Nah, nah. We was on tour, but just to get our pen. I mean, just to get. I mean, tighten up, just to get our flows up. Right. He'll have us battle every day at six o'clock. I was, was locked up in jail. Won every battle. See, I was looking at y'all at that time as like, these are the real street guys, so they can rap and they they can get away with things that other rappers can't get away with because mm-hmm. we were looking at y'all as the actual real deal at that time right. in comparison to a lot of rappers in New York where it might have been kind of questionable. Right, right, facts, right, facts. right, 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 right. That was my mindset at the time. But this is the fucking mixtape era. Samples everywhere. Samples everywhere. Yo, Instrumentals. You, beautiful. You could we, sell fucking 5,000 CDs out your fucking trunk. Just riding around. That. We ran it. Yeah, the mixtape game. Yeah. The mixtape yeah. game was crazy. How I much could, money do y'all make off mixtapes that you didn't pay the, taxes on? But I'm just saying the money. A lot of money. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Me and Duke DeGaulle probably make 100,000 off your tank. Hey, yo. Allegedly. Adam, a regular day. Right. Put five thousand out. Put five thousand CDs in my trunk, and an ounce of weed, and ride around through the ghetto. And by the time I get home, every nigga done bought those from me. Right. Besides whatever money I done made. Because you're charging five ten dollars, but they get to meet you as part of They're it. They're buying right. it from me, and I'm signing it. Easy. It's you gotta uh, do It's that, a no right? brainer. It's They're, such a shame that people can't do that anymore. No, Obviously, I, it's I, great I to get your music era. out I ain't do that on my you trunk. You never though. sold it out the trunk? Nah, man. Damn, really? I just dropped it off to like Canal nah, Street. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I was dropping off the mixtape spot. I just do it just like, to have it. Right. It's just it's in the trunk. Yo, Ruger, you got new music? Yeah, I got a new CD. You want it? Yeah, give me three of them. It sells itself. Good, dope sells itself, it's right? It's free money. Mm. It's free money after a while. It's all free money. It's just sitting in the trunk. Ruger, you got anything new? Yeah, it's in the trunk. Shout out to Duke. He makes our CDs. And I have to like I mean, I get to a point where I gotta be like, can I please have a hundred copies man. of my own joint? Like, so because I want to sell me a it, check. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> and then he does that for everybody. He makes nah, everybody CDs. But he was killing them, and you know we're thankful for a dude like that because you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying he he made sure that we was buzzing in the streets. And you know the, the flip side, he's making a lot of money. So you know, mm. yeah, Duke making the most money. 
No, excuse no, me. No, I ain't gonna say Did that. Duke make the most money off no. of mixtapes? Did he make oh, the mixtapes. most money off of mixtapes? No, I ain't gonna out, say out, out of everybody. Out of what? Like mixtape DJs? Uh, no, out of the diplomats. He ran the dipset yeah, mixtape probably. department. Right, but he, so he was making the most. You think? Yeah. Yeah. No, but we didn't make money. Just like, that was his money. Oh, really? Yeah, so y'all are on though. it, but you you didn't even expect any money. That's a weird thing to think about now. Because now, if you have a verse on a song, because he gave us beats. He right. did so not, much not, other not things for us. Not because of that, because he was family. He, he was, was part family, of the team. He was part and, of the team. And it, and, and, he and was it's the promo. Glue. It's mixtapes. Usually, we do freestyles for, for different Hell DJs. Shirts, it don't matter. He'll press it up. You've been to the spot, the still screen. Like, he was the glue. <laughs> it was happening there back then as well. Absolutely. God oh, damn, yeah. Yeah, early. Back then, Adam. T-shirts. We was doing that. Everything got pressed up in the house. I had shows in Japan and seen people with the merch on. Have you seen a motherfucker with a diplomat shirt on and got pressed to that still screen no. That you seen, yo, and shout out to Cameron Civil. She um she started wait wait um, yeah. God. Shout out to Cameron Civil. She, she, she definitely was an intricate part. She was an intricate part. She was there. She uh definitely helped run the empire in the but beginning. Didn't Cam say she owes him sixty k or some shit? I don't get in between their business. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know, know what happened that. with them. I don't remember what happened with that. Honestly. She was yeah, cool with me. You know what I mean? She used to work for Duke the God. She did a lot of good business for me. We a okay. Shout out to K Civil. That's, That's this. Nah, but she's doing good now. It's like it's good to see people that start with you, like or start like whether it's under you or whatever, and excel in what they do now. That's like mm-hmm. and just like you, like you see, we watch you come up from coming eleven ninety nine, and I look at you now. No jumper is crazy. No Man. jumper waters. And many years no before that, waters. I was just the biggest fucking dip stand ever. Man, when I think about that, <laughs> yo, another name of of people who came up under the diplomats umbrella, ASAP Yams. He was like an yeah, intern. He yeah. was an intern for Duke right? the God. Yeah, shouts to him. Shout out to ASAPMs. R.I.P. Harlem legend. And he went hard for me. He R. thought R. I was the Murph fucking too. dopest motherfucker in Dipset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His last tweet was how Ro was underrated. I wanted to get fucking try to fucking sell that shit as an NFT or something and donate it to his family. I thought his last one was Bodine Brazy. <laughs> no, it might have been closer. One, one of them. One of them, I got it. One of his last tweets was, <laughs> Hell Brother's so underrated. One right. of his last joints, yeah. But I screenshotted it. I said, wow. They was all big fans. And this is when ASAP Rocky was fucking lit. Huge. He tweeted that. Yeah. Shout out to Ferg and, and Rocky, too. Shout out to Ferg and Rocky. Those my guys. Those my family. Yeah. Last Those time I seen bros. Rocky, he spit every verse off my old mix. We just seen Ferg yeah. at the uh, verses. Yeah. Wow. And me and Ferg got a record together. That's yeah, Shout out to Ferg. Yeah, that's my little bro. You know, I remember Yams had a tweet. Where it was just it was this quote, and it was it was a hell row quote. But he said, "I went to the doctor to get an AIDS test. He told me I was negative, but I tested positive, positive for swag." swag. <laughs> <laughs> and Yams just tweeted that, and I knew exactly what it was right away. And I was like, "Bro, that was not nah, my my my, my, was, my little moment. slogans was going viral back then. You were good mm-hmm. at like the wrestling style <laughs> intro. Like the, what type you gonna shit. do?" When I wrap these arms around you, you would have smack shit. pull up and just do the Hulk Hogan thing for real, yeah. But it was real low, fire. You know what I'm saying? Underrated. Was, you got that too. early on because now everybody sit there making Instagram video talking some shit. And that was early on you realizing like, oh, they, they show up. I don't gotta be the fucking chill dude that I might have been earlier. I'm gonna turn up on this cameraman. I appreciate you and I honor you for making that observation, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> That was an important innovation right there. Thank you, sir. Oh, God. Um, I also just wanted to call attention to the, the Get Em Daddy remix era. Fire. On the roof. Fire. Crazy. That was my neighborhood. You came home right before that? 
Uh, yeah, I did. That was like you coming home. I had camp in my neighborhood with no security, and that nigga had five million dollars worth of jewelry on. Wow. In my neighborhood, that was my neighborhood, one seventy six and Weeks Avenue. Mm. Baghdad. Baghdad. Legendary. If he wasn't no lit, security. If he wasn't lit before that, he was definitely lit no after security. That day, he was every lit. chain. Go to the Everybody, videos. Yo, Look at the video. He had it all on. This is after he got lit. shot. Mm. Cause remember he got shot the in Lambo DC, incident the right Lambo before incident. that, right? Yeah. And I said, "Damn, this nigga's crazy." Right after he got shot, he booked a session in Platinum Sounds and had us all pull up, right? Mm -hmm. And we recorded it and we shot the video in my neighborhood. We did the remix with me, Rel, mm -hmm. Jim, and Cam. Right. And then they shot the video version with just Cam and Rel, new mm. version. Right. That was crazy. I was like, wow, me and Cam by ourself? All right. Had that nigga in my hood, no security. Savages around him, just happy to be around. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of record that you heard and it made you want to go maim somebody. That's the kind of I record walk you around like I got a broom in my pants. Now that's a fucking AK. Heavy, heavy tool in my, my pants. pants, man. Talk. It was heavy talk. There's only so many ways that you can say you got a gun on you. <laughs> it's the way you say it. It's the way you say it. It's the way you say Adam it. Adam is fucking crazy. <laughs> Take me back to the, the bird call era. Oh, man. And, and what, what it was that had to lead up to, to Wayne pulling up to the block to do that. That was monumental. Um, at the time, I didn't have no deal. <laughs> I think you and did, And I was right just, no, nah, I didn't have you a did? deal. Hell no. When oh. I shot the video, I did. Oh, I but I didn't have no deal. So <laughs> I'm in my man Saga crib. Shout out to my man Saga. And Cam gave me one of his phones. It was the Nextels back then. Mm -hmm. So he had all his contacts in there. And people will always call him randomly. I just pick up like, yo, Cam ain't here. T.I. <laughs> call, somebody a call. So one day I'm like, you know what? I'm the youngest nigga from Dipset. Lil Wayne is the youngest from Cash Money. He's still doing what he do. Let me reach out to him to see if he, you know what I mean? Get him on my, on my project. So what, you, on you, a low. You, you Cam wrote a don't text even know. pretending to be Cam to Wayne? No, no, I called. Oh, you called? But I know he would pick up because he would think it's Cam. Right. You get what I'm saying? So when Marketing genius. <laughs> yo, this is a bold move because there's a good chance Lil Wayne's going to be like, fuck, fuck you. I'm, I thought Cam was calling me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? nah. Absolutely. He nah. took a fucking big ass gamble. Yeah, nah, but that's, that's my guy. But that but, was being um, hungry. Anyway, he, uh, I sent him the record. And um, he killed the verse, you know what I'm saying? And then he called me right back. He like, yo, who, who uh, produced that beat? I'm, I told him, Develop. And Develop, shouts to Develop. He ended up doing a bunch of stuff, like on a Carter 3. It was a Carter 3, right? Yeah, the Carter 3, Carter 4. Carter 4. So, you know what I mean? Uh, the Fireman record, right? Yeah, hell yeah. So oh, He did that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Hell yeah. So, uh Anyway, so yeah, so we, we ended up doing a record and then um Cam gets on the on the on the verse as well. And uh we set up the video shoot on Dykeman and Cam took it upon himself to hit Lil Wayne and he had all the trailers out there. It was a it was a movie. It was a movie. We had the shit shut down for like Pepsi blocks. Blue Lamborghini out there, People Dash, it wasn't just shut down for no reason. Like mm -hmm. it was barricaded because girls from all ages Screaming, ah! Every time we get off the trailer, we had Dame Dash, so Cam, jealous. Jim Jewels. You hear me, Adam? Just because you weren't on that record? Yeah, and this nigga, it's, it's Little Wayne, Cam. But you still hell around at the Diplomat video it's shoot. It's Cam and Little Wayne and fucking 
chill writing and all the girls are screaming for these fucking niggas. And I'm yeah, just sitting so, on the side smoking weed like, so why, look, why ain't on I'm this fucking too. record? All right. so, so look, so yeah, we, we, we shoot the video or whatever. And um, yeah, my album, my album charted. My album was number two in the country on Billboard. Not nice. just, not you know, not just iTunes, you mm. know what I mean? But shout out to the people that chart on iTunes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was a big record. To this day, it's still one of my biggest records. Shout out to Lil Wayne. We ended up doing... Five more, five more records Rap after song. that. And when I first came home, I flew out to go check him too. You know what I mean? In the, st in the studio, he had Nicki Minaj in there. Wow. You know what I mean? Shouts to the whole Young Money. But Wayne is my guy. Shouts <laughs> to Mac Main too. Mm. You know what I mean? That's like family. Good yeah, guy. shout out to whole Cash Money. That's family. Nicki, that's the sis. Right. Shout out to Zoo. You know what I'm saying? Right. You guys kind of like, there was always like a G Unit beef brewing, or like you could kind of see it waiting to beef? happen. Beef, right? Like, because you guys were the two biggest crews in New York. It's kind of like a, a stalemate type but thing. But the fans do that shit, though. The fan, but it has to be that way. And nowadays, the fans We don't be thinking about them niggas, and, we don't, and they don't be thinking about us. But the fans would be like, yo, I think G and G is better. I think Dipset is better. But this is hip-hop. Number it's one spot. It's always going to be a we conversation. Who's number one? We understand. Especially yeah. from New, we New get York. It. We're from yeah. New York. It's, it's, we get it. We're competitors. So it's competitive. The heads of each crew are like the two hottest rappers in New York. So but it's got to be. thing about right. New York, no matter what the fuck how hard you are or how nice you is, you definitely respect another nigga's pen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a Tupac line. You can tell the people you roll with whatever you want, but you and I know what's going on. Mm. So if me and Fab see each other by ourselves, yo, you nice. Nah, you nice, Ruga. But you just said that you, you weren't talking to him when you saw him you in mean? the grocery store. <laughs> you used but Fab I as an example you, earlier. I said New York, when you see niggas by themselves. Right, right. When do entourage and crew, nigga might not speak, niggas mm -hmm. in eight, glory. New York shit. New York is a big city. There can't be one king. Mm. It's a city of kings. This is true. Can't be one king in New York, man. It's too fucking big and it's too fucking lit. Mm. So it's a city of kings. Right. So finish what you were saying about G-Unit. Yeah, go on with that. It felt like the beef always was just sort of like on the verge of popping off, but then when Cam and Fifty started going at it, and then Jim sided with Cam though, or with Fifty though, that was that was like kind of the beginning of the end, or were the cracks already showing? I didn't really see that. him siding with, with Fifty. I, I didn't see him. Them in a sense. He, he went on stage. Hey, he, he, he went and got a yeah, bag got a to bag. perform. He got a bag uh, to but perform. But you know, to the to the uh, of course, on the outside, outside looking, world, looking in, it's like, like, oh, that's like you know what I mean. Like but I I get it. I get it both ways. You know what I mean. But um. He, they both had legitimate reasons to beef. You get mm. what I'm saying? Like, 50 was on. A, 50 is one of the biggest rappers in New York ever had. Like, so 50 is on the radio saying, Koch is the graveyard for artists. We're the biggest thing on Koch at the time. Cam is getting a lot of money over at Koch. He calls. By the time Cam calls and 50 says, oh, he wasn't talking about us, it was lit. It was too, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. His emotions is up, you know what I mean? And it happened. And it was dope to me. <laughs> it, was, it was dope. But are you it viewing dope. it as, as, as a part of the, the crew? Are you viewing it as like, oh, this is ultimately bad for everything that we know? No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm looking no, at it like, let's go. No, me, me in hindsight. I'm, I'm looking at me, it like, let's me go. Me in hindsight, it was above everybody's pay grade. It's two giants wrestling. 
it's King Kong and Godzilla wrestling. Mind y'all fucking business. Cause no, as you, of course. Because yeah. as you can see, me and Tony Yayo and Banks, we never took shots at each other. Mm-hmm. It was 50 and it came, and it would stay between them. Mm-hmm. The other participants didn't beef with each other. Did you pay attention to that? That probably took a lot of restraint. It was only Godzilla and King Kong fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. Me and Yayo never dissed each other. Ryan and Banks never dissed each other. Forty and Young Buck never dissed each other. So yeah. it stayed between them two, and it was respectful. Yeah, let me add this to um, I was I was cool. Um, rest in peace to Maserati Fox. I used That's to, the homie. All right, I used to live in Queens, and um, it was like for us to to be beefing with with G Unit, Fox at the time was like fifties main like savage hitter. I guess you want to want to call it right. And I'll rob peace of that man. For man. us to be beefing, it would it would have been like ugly because I used to see him every day at a spot called um Fire and I shout out to my um my, my boy Bundy and all that Bundy so, and all that so and we used to see and that's how I met Trav mm. we met um you know mad people that's that's down within the G Unit circle so like he's saying if the big wigs is going at it the um. 50 versus Cam, we, we staying out of that because we in the street, like he told you. You know what I'm saying? What We ain't got nothing to do with like like people arguing over who's going to see each other. Like you know what I'm saying? You know what 50 saying? goons got to see the you know goons is like, we going to fight on each other because these two niggas is beefing? Hmm. Nah. You understand what I'm saying? They, 50, 40 knew the whole slow bucks, all these niggas. Like, like he lived in like he knew hmm. all these niggas. So as this is taking place, what, 40 going to be beefing with 50 goons mm. and his, his mans? Right. Like you said, and, and look, look at um, look at God. Everybody's cool now. Mm. But time cool. always does that. Time heals yeah, all wounds, right. you know? Yeah, but at the time, God. I was ready, though. Mm. <laughs> if Cam would have made the call, I was on deck because that's how I'm competitive. You and, Banks, you and Banks going at it at that time? Banks is my guy. Shouts to Banks. That would have been, that that been that records been, that we'd oh still gosh. be talking about right now. Shouts to oh Banks. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would have been dope. Oh, that have been dope. I don't think Banks would have did that, but that would have mm. been dope. You know what I mean? But shout um, out to Banks. Shout, shout to out to Banks. Shout out to Blue. PLK. PLK. One of the nicest. You still hate 50, though? Who? You. I never did. What? He gave me one of the best motherfucker promotional marketing schemes ever. Recently? Just trolling me on Instagram, man. 50 don't. That, that, that shit don't be real, man. The 50 surplus plan works, though? What you mean? If he comes at you, it's still good he for the clock. He don't fuck with me no more. <laughs> Don't fuck with me no more. Why? 50, my guy. <laughs> because of the way you re- reacted or what? Because you know I'm a real street nigga. And it's just jokes. Mm. And a lot of people don't understand that when 50 do that, he's giving you the alley you. Mm. Like, nigga, if I'm talking about you, I'm getting you hot. Do something with it. Mm. You see when he was dissing Buster. Uh, them niggas is friends. I don't think Young Buck feels that way about the but 50 that, clout no, surplus no, 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 plan. No, no. That, they, I think Young Buck no, would be like, leave me no, out of this. Let's no, stop right. this. They, they have... Business issues together. And re- real problems. Yeah, I have nothing to do with that. Mm. He's a fan of my music. I'm a fan of his music. He knows a few of my savages. I know a few of his savages. And it's a mutual respect. Mm. Where's it at with Max B? He's a legend. And wait till he can't, can't wait till he come on. Mm. He from my block, too. <laughs> For 40. But it's all... Water under the bridge at love. this point. It's all love. We never yeah. had problems with Max B. Mm. Max B used to, me and him used to go to Sin City and park out BMWs together and and, and, and fucking slide strippers together. Mm. He like, yo, Ralph, you know these niggas holding me back, man. Worry, man. He's trying to stop me, man. The wave, ah, for real, man. You yeah, mean Jim, man. And I'd be like, bro, I can't do nothing about it. You know, that's 
y'all business. You know, it's, it's not my pay grade. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I sympathize with his situation. And a lot of shit was just not, I couldn't control. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I could have snapped my fingers and made a lot of shit happen, I would have. But I'm not the owner, a CEO of Diplomat Records. So I can't make executive decisions. Right. You get it? Oh, yeah. What about Jim, though? Where's that at? You, what, you, you, you said you, you can't do business with Cam. Is it like that with Jim, too? Or is what do that you mean? I, can't, I never said I can't do business with Cam. No, he I said he's not I don't doing currently. Yeah. Yeah. I currently don't do business with Cam. Right. Yeah. That's just like LeBron's not being sponsored by Sprite anymore. That doesn't mean he's beefing with Sprite. Mm. Perfect analogy. What about Jim, though? What about him? How's it going with Jim? <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, where, nah, where the temperatures are at. It's all good. Oh, it's all good? Okay. It's all good. Shouts to Capo, man. Shout out to Capo, man. He's looking good out there. He's sounding good. It's all love with Capo. It's all love. Man. He's he, drippy. We, we go back and forth on the DM. You know what I mean? That's my brother. He leave comments he, on Rail he, Page. He, 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 he so love. He's me in jail. Like, it's, a, it's like we inked up. Like, it's it's brotherly love. You yeah, feel Capo's me? Capo's the bro, man. That's that's broski, man. That's Jewels. You already know. It's broski. It's all love. Family, family business. But you can ask the questions. It's all love. Yeah, you can ask whatever mm-hmm. you want. But family business, stay in the house. You know that how the shit go. Right. If you and your brother get into an argument, y'all don't go in the streets and talk about that shit among strangers, right? I asked uh, somebody, I asked a friend of mine, I said, yo, you got any questions? Hellrail, J.R. Ryder, et cetera. Shoot them shits. <laughs> but, you know we real niggas. But this is what he said. He said, ask him if it's true that he stole Max B's jeans and then wore them. Oh shit! If who stole Max? I, I think jeans that I them. think you. I think if Max <laughs> B, Max I think jeans. Max B might have said that back in the day. In a, in a, in, what a question! That, that's what. And I'm gonna just air it out. It's a rapper from Rochester named RXK Nephew, and he. Who the fuck is that nigga? I, I'm just saying. He asked me to Where ask that question. Where did this rumor come from? You know what I'm saying? Because me and that nigga never been on tour. I don't know. We've never <laughs> shit at hotel. Uh, Stole his fucking jeans? Okay, that's, <laughs> that's a new one for me, Adam. I heard a lot of fucking rumors on me, man. I mean, stealing Max B jeans. The homie said this, and I just, I, I mean, I, I didn't fact check it. I, I didn't Google it. Came home in 04. <laughs> All right? I came home in 2004. Max B came home in 2007. Mm. So I was hell rel before he was Max B. No disrespect to the wave guard. Mm. So I was financially set and I mean that's what I would assume I had no reason to steal a pair of fucking jeans man <laughs> I, I smoke car notes man right I smoke mortgage payments I see it you know that <laughs> I seen it jeans <laughs> that's what I'm saying jeans <laughs> you hear this shit Fred? jeans are a weird currency you know it's jeans, like yeah, now jeans is a you spend a lot of money I on jeans Fred, but then like I just bought Fred a pair of thousand dollar Mary jeans <laughs> as a gift from him making me fifty thousand dollars he said Rel I'm good go get that shit to a bum on Skid Row damn I'm lying Fred I ain't seen a bum in Amiri's yet, but all right then. They're probably <laughs> all right out. Then. They're probably all right out there. Then. Fred, Fred said, Fred said, let, make 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 a make, make a bum on Skid Row happy. Get a nigga a thousand dollar jeans, and that's what we're gonna do. Am I lying, Fred? Brand new pair of Amiri jeans. I bought my brother because he made me fifty thousand dollars, and he's been blessing me and helping me make a lot of money nowadays. And I said, I want to treat my brother and buy him a thousand dollar pair of jeans. And he said, Ruga, I'm good, man. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. Get that shit to a bum on Skid Row. Make a bum happy. And I said, damn, Fred, that's a dope thing to do. That's and fine. The jeans are sitting in my fucking hotel room right now. I'm lying, Fred. Am I capping? 
I'm not a Capricorn. I'm a Taurus. Am I capping? You got him started about jeans. <laughs> nah, because this is going to say me? Still <laughs> me? Man, <laughs> it's a joke, bro. I don't know. It, it ain't no joke. Really. He said, he, it's, yo, he bro, said, I never heard the rumor. It so made me laugh so even hard if it when is, I read it that funny. I felt like I wanted to share it with you. Even You if know it's, another rumor I heard? What? That I was standing in front of the Madison Square Garden smoking a cigarette, eating a pizza, trying to get into verses. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff that people want to laugh at. It's a mental it's image just, that yeah. once you just, paint that, I you want that it to be real. I read that shit online. I said, man, me and fucking 40 and Riley was ringside without ringside, man. <laughs> me sitting out of, still outside the fucking Madison Square Garden trying to get in, man. You out your rabbit ass fucking mind, you man. You still smoke cigarettes, though? Yeah, I'm trying to quit, though. Okay. <laughs> he keep, He's he, still trying to paint the picture in his head. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time? You, you still down to eat like a slice of pizza on the street, or you, you, you took good for that? <laughs> now, I eat a slice of pizza on the streets, but not standing in front of Madison because we are going trying to, trying to get in like I'm a goofy. Mm. Nah. Not me. I'm a verified fucking gang member. What I would look like standing in front of oh, New man. York City trying to get into a venue, mm. eating a pizza. <laughs> eating a pizza. Remember that? Remember the album cover where you had the bullets for teeth? At least the nigga say I'm sitting there eating a lobster yeah. tail or something. Yo, I didn't say that. Yo, you remember when you had the bullets for teeth on the album cover? Monumental. Stupid. Monumental. That was hard. That was classic. I'm actually coming out with a weed strain with that uh that uh picture on the weed. Mm. So look out for that. Uh, That's an NFT. I'll come. Look out. Yeah, we on the masters. Bro, I got twenty right now for that NFT. Excuse me. The NFT of that album cover? Yeah. Whose album NFT. cover? NFT. That album. That the, album. The, the right. album cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to put you on the get-in. You said you, you could get me what? I heard 20. I heard 20. I don't know if it was 1,000 or a million. You can uh, get me we, what? We're going to put you on the NFT oh, game. Shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk off camera. For sure. <laughs> we'll hey, talk off camera. Hey, hey. Me and my girl, we went halvesies on a fucking NFT. 160,000. Shit is currently two hundred sixty thousand. Wow, that was like Congrats. two weeks ago. Well, two I own, weeks. Well, I own Congrats. Which one, which one is it? Though? It was a crypto punk. Fire. Mm. That's some different type. So, of what money made you of. jump in on, on, onto that particular one? It was one of the cheapest crypto punks available at that moment. Okay. Somebody put you on. But them? yo, I tried to buy it for eighty thousand a couple days before that, mm -hmm. and I had the bank transfer to turn the money into Ethereum. I look at that shit fucking two days later, it's 160000 I almost chickened out, but my girl wanted to still go for it, so. Wow. Mm. Shout out mm. to your girl. That was a good gamble. Shout out to your fucking girl. Let's go. Do it. Fire, bro. Fire. Good fucking gamble. What's the craziest shit you've seen from groupies during your time with the diplomats? Let's hear some fucking horror stories. Mm. The craziest? Craziest, most debaucherous shit you've seen girls doing, willing to do, wanting to do. i seen... What somebody got got one time. I just ain't gonna say who name it is. Nah. I'm talking about like by a groupie, not like by like somebody trying to rob them. <laughs> and that's just regular. Oh, they got robbed. That's just regular. Not rob like give me your moon, your money. I'm talking about like <laughs> somebody you bring a young lady to your hotel. It's my etiquette. It's toy <laughs> etiquette. And then and then you might wake up and it be like. And you hear the shower running, nobody in the shower, and it's like, ah, man. You never had a girl try to pull a lick on you like that? Nah, we, we like, that's, that's like, amateur. 
like tour shit. Like mm. once you've been doing this, you know you know to watch out for that. Like, you, like come on, who gonna like? I bet you got got. I bet they got you for something. Nah, I'm just laughing. Nah, 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 nah. He's certified. I put my jewelry in the safe on the road. Them bitches don't get me. But I got a story though. I'm not gonna say his name because he one of the guys. Right. Who? 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 Name him. He's looking. He's like, no. I'll tell you off camera. You'll know once I tell the story. This is Rel telling a story about himself, but he doesn't want people to know it's about him. <laughs> <laughs> Only Adam can play with me like this. <laughs> Only Adam. Gang shit. It ain't me. It ain't gang shit. Gang shit. Gang shit. Gang shit. Nah, a, 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 a diplomat entourage member. Okay. We was about to go, on, we was leaving for tour, and he had a young lady in his room, and we knew that she was uh, running red lights, AKA bleeding. Yeah, when you, you were in a red light, that means you're hitting it while she on her period. You right. were tapped into her menstrual cycle. <laughs> we were aware of it. Okay. Because we all wanted to bone her. Oh. And she, <laughs> you're and, all checking up. And, and, <laughs> no, and, we, and she, let, she let the gang know that she was uh, running red lights. Okay. So she's like, oh, she's a dub. She ends up in his room. So I knock on his door like, yo, the tour bus downstairs, we got to get the fuck out of oh, here. Oh, yeah. I open up the door. He talking about the same nigga his he was just talking about. bloody red. They both talking about the same nigga. I open the door, his shirt, shirt is bloody red. <laughs> what? So what does that lead you to believe? He ran the red light. Yeah. I said, this nigga's a savage. You know why? Because when he went, when his watch got stolen, he ran out, busted oh, out the room. The bitch rocked like, for the jury, took my too. Watch. And that's when we looked down and he had blood on him. <laughs> so we like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> that nigga stole, he got stabbed yeah, or something. The <laughs> nigga ran the red light on a bitch that nobody knew. We don't know this bitch from a can of paint. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I, I be fucking girls in a period though. I ain't scared of nothing. Man. Listen, ain't nothing man. wrong with running red lights, man. We from the mud. It's just a little snack. <laughs> nah, but yeah, but nah, a little bit. if we know them, are we that. familiar with them? This is a bitch you don't know from a can of paint. Mm. Ironically, ironically, paint, yeah. and the tour bus is about to leave. Everybody's on this shit, about to go to another state, and I knock on your door. And open up the door. Your shirt is bloody fucking red. <laughs> your shirt is is suwuin. Right. That means you ran a red light. You was that thirsty. Mm. There's plenty of bitches on tour, man. Fuck her. Let's get on the bus and let's give to being great. Mm. So that was one of my stories. But I didn't know that was, that was the same story he was telling 40. <laughs> I didn't, he, ran, I didn't he ran a red light guy. and the bitch robbed him for his jewelry. Yeah, mm. shit was disgusting. Was so after that, work. it was like, wow. Bad work. He did bad on tour. Damn. Bad. But tour is crazy. You'll meet a bitch in New York and a bitch will follow you all the way to D.C., and you get tired of fucking it and leave it in VA. Because <laughs> you know you're doing the East Coast. You're doing, you know, right. New York, New Jersey, Philly, Delaware, mm. D.C. You meet a bitch in Philly and kick the bitch off the bus in fucking VA. Mm. Yeah, we, we, basi we basically <laughs> kids. Tour life is crazy, man. Yeah, we kids on tour. Tour life like, we, 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 was we, different. We in our this tour right now. Just like on bugging out. Prior right. to Instagram and all that, tour was different. Mm. If a bitch wanted to come on a tour bus, she had to suck. Three, four niggas dicks just to get on the bus. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> this is why you wanted him on the show. This is why he, he, he wanted it raw. He wanted it raw. He wanted it raw. R.I.P. O.D.P. He wanted yeah, this, it raw. This before I had a girl, yo. You heard? Ooh. I'm telling you. If you wanted to get on the bus and see J.R. Ryder, Hellrell, 40 Cal, nah, or Jamal. Nah. Niggas got wild and shit. We're going to keep it anonymous. If you wanted yeah, to see a celebrity, you had to... 
perform a sexual act mm. prior <laughs> to meeting the celebrity. Now it's just bitches because it's DM and mm. uh, no. Before you get on this bus, you must suck three to four niggas' dicks. Prior to meeting the but celebrity. I feel like that's a New York thing in general. Like when I live in New York. But niggas ain't doing that no I, more. I knew dudes who did construction and it would be like Friday night and they would just like have like a bitch pulling up to the crib for all the homies to run through and that was just a normal it Friday night. That's some weird New York shit. It is New York shit. But it's, it's LA shit too though. Yeah, now you be, yeah. you be walking I'll, home I'll be one in LA night. and the nigga be like, hey, baby, what you doing? Ain't shit. Hey, come over here and fuck the whole gang. Mm. You be walking home All right. one night, niggas will be in a staircase with. What you mean, hell no? Nah. 10 hell niggas nah. in one chair. <laughs> the staircase? No, That's grind. Matter of fact, let me rephrase That's that. New York. Let me rephrase that. Hey, what you doing? Ain't nothing, just chilling. Hey, come over here and kick it with the homeboys. All right, give me an hour. That's AKA, come fuck the game. <laughs> Not you guys, (laughs) but females are doing it. She messes with ball players and shit. She's too bougie. She acts like this shit don't happen. It happens, my love. It's not taking place on your watch. Mm. But it happens. It happens. We don't know what Laura's doing. I got no read on her. She's prestigious. We're talking about whores and, and bitches that's for the streets. Right. I turned down a lot of trains, just walking home. Niggas be like, yo, fourth up. floor, <laughs> fourth floor. Train. Like, dead ass, yo, come on, fourth floor. I'm going to put you to the front of the line. <laughs> well, that's I, what you want to be. You want to be the first You know one. what's crazy? I, I'm, I was 16, yeah, 15. It's, like, it's right. crazy. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, like, Damn. and then have a bitch from out of town, like, you know, a female from out of town somewhere. I don't know. And she, I don't, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I watch so, bitches wow. suck niggas' dicks. Niggas ain't take showers for three, four days and bitches oh, suck a nigga dick, man. God, that should be illegal. Jesus Christ. I seen bitches do horrible acts. So these so, so to watch so to watch these You ask for horrible acts. You, you, so to watch so to watch the internet horse that's being flown out and getting treated to high priced dinners and bags being bought and bust down rollies. This shit didn't take place when we became artists. Mm. A bitch would have never got a Rolex bought for her prior, pre-social media. That's the shit that's crazy now is now you got any pretty girl, 18, 19 years old, boom, they're ready to fly her out to Miami, come to the club with us, yada, yada, the whole game. Normally, she was like forced to choose from the dudes in the area where she lived. The world has opened up for a girl like that. If she's smart... There was, or, no I mean, there was no flying out. There was willing to take out. some risk. When I got a deal. There was no flying out. Mm. You did not have to fly. You couldn't do. You fly you out. Nah, chicks would fly themselves out. Thank you. Mm. The bitch would get on a fucking Chinese bus to get to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hop on the Feng Wa. A thirty dollar bus. You on the Feng Wa in the middle of Midtown? <laughs> just pick me up. All right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that, man. Oh, just shit. flying out in hotel. All this shit is new to me, man. Uh, That's yeah. why I stay in my house. Really? You ain't you ain't down to fly out at Instagram Fatty nowadays? No, no, nah, man. All right. Bitch got to fly herself out. Mm. You got to prove you really want to be around me because I am the lifestyle. You just want to be a part of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I am the lifestyle. You're not buying these steak dinners and buying these bottles, bitch. And written, and, and, and you ain't got these stars in these rooms. No roofs respect. You tell <laughs> No, for the whores, I hate whores. For the whores? Queens, my, my queens, you my sisters, passionate. my beautiful ladies, 
I honor y'all and I worship the ground y'all walk on. But whores and bitches that's for the streets can't get a motherfucking red coin out of me. Mm. Or a blue one. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. We ain't banging no more? No, we nah, nah, we banging, but I'm just saying a bitch can't get a red cent out of me. Oh, okay, good. Or a blue one. Or a blue one. <laughs> if, 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 there, if there is a blue one. You know what I mean, Adam. Why you fucking with me? Right. <laughs> hey, 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 I got a good question. Talk about it. How you feel about uh, 6 9 going on Clubhouse oh, and trying to get your man gosh, caught up? man. I don't like to speak on those type of events, man. Shout out like to, to Mel Matrix. Shout out to Mel Matrix. Free, Free my guy, Jamel Jones. He's a childhood friend of mine. Stand up guy. I knew him mm. since 1995. Mm. Prior to hip hop. He's doing 15 years. Shout out to Nuke. Shout out to Hoff. Shout out to all the guys who's been affected <laughs> by this. Smashing the lighter. Yeah, it's for emphasis. It's for emphasis. Okay. You feel me? Shout out to all the guys who was affected by that tragic event, mm. and I don't even want to talk about that shit. Mm. Respect. How you feel about the streets in New York these days, though, man? Shit, shit seems kind of crazy it's as dangerous. an outsider. It's dangerous. Observing it's dangerous. it. It's dangerous. We always on the move, risk. though. It's dangerous. Mm. We but we always traveling, so yeah. we, you know. But it's, it's definitely different It's now, different, man. though. You know why? Because every city has adopted the drill mm-hmm. formula. And it's horrible. Right. Nah, they tweaking. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Tweaking. Yo, he just time, time dated this podcast. This is the day <laughs> no, no, after the no. day where let everybody me, said now you're tweaking. Let, me, not paint, let me paint you a day in New York City. Okay. And I don't even live in New York City. I own a house in Pennsylvania. But I frequent New York City. But let me paint you a day in New York City. Me and Adam is chilling on the block, right? I like it. Drinking. Enjoying the atmosphere. Drunk as fuck. We chilling, right? Fall down drunk, yep. <laughs> Dotties is out. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere. Some young 16-year-old kids are spinning the fucking block looking for their op, unbeknownst to us. Uh-huh. And they don't see their op outside, and their man is like, fuck it, man, we got to shoot somebody. We just can't go back to the block without shooting somebody. Mm. And some little kid gets out the car and unloads his handgun and little Tasha get hit by a straight bullet, and we're all running, going crazy. And on the news, they says that little Tasha got killed. And next day, some niggas online talking about he's smoking a little Tasha pack. They would do that. What you mean? No, that. <laughs> yeah, That's being do done. That. About yeah. the little girl, though. No, nah, no, nah, just to diss their enemy. Wow. If it's a, if it's an enemy, yeah. You have Jesus. people. They go that far. That's some kids, dark shit. You have kids that's 15, 16 year old gang members. They die. The neighborhood lights candles, murals to honor the dead. Right. And the the op will go to the block and kick the fucking candles Kicking over. Kicking the candles is a new thing, yeah. How fucking disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And when you disrespect the dead, you're channeling different energies. Like, mm. you're playing with a different force that I don't think you're aware of. Mm. Right. Because you're aware of the, like, you, like, the dead is a whole different world. Like, think about the fact that. So when you're. Throughout. Playing with that world, be prepared. Don't don't be surprised what that world throws back at you. The whole dip, diplomats era, we never heard a, an op mentioned. No, you're the, unless they were a listen, famous rapper. I'm just saying, you New never York, heard a listen, name. New York, you know? Listen, mm-hmm. listen. Having an op is not a New York terminology. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a Chicago terminology. True. If you ask a young nigga in the streets, 
What does op mean? What does it mean? He ain't gonna, he can't even tell you. What's op? What does it stand for? Do you know? Opposition. Thank you. That means the other side, the opposing side, the enemy, mm. the rival. But if you ask a, a young nigga, what's the op? What's, what, is, what is it abbreviated for? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. You're just my op. I, op. Your opposition is a nigga who killed your best friend. Somebody who took somebody from you that you grew up with. You, y'all played Nintendo with. Y'all played basketball with. And this nigga killed him and took him away from me. Now I want to kill you and murder you because you took my best friend and you're my op for life for that. Mm. Niggas in New York ain't got ops. They just got beef. Right. So when a nigga talking about he looking for his op, did a nigga kill your best friend? Did a nigga murder somebody that's close to you? Because that's the opposition. That's the opposing side. That's a rival. A nigga who killed somebody that means the world to me. If a nigga just looked at me or stepped on my sneakers or he fucked my bitch, you got beef. That's not your op. Mm. Do you understand me, Adam? I like it. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Oh, my ops. Your ops. That's not your op. That's a nigga that's fucking your baby mother and you're mad at him. <laughs> it's not your op. Right. Stop using Chicago terminologies in New York the wrong way. Mm. If we're going to use these terminologies, let's use them the right way. If he is your opposition, then that means he kills your brother, your friend, or a nigga that's very dear to you. Mm. That's an opposition. That's the opposing side. That's an enemy. That's a rival. That's on sight when I see you. So if it's not on site, I don't have no ops. I don't have an op. I don't have an enemy. I'm, in my life that I live right now, I'm so positive. I don't have an opposition. And if a person consider me his opposition, he's written free space. I'm written free space in his head. Mm. I got beef with a nigga that I don't even know about. And that's unbeknownst to me. If a nigga's beefing with me, I have no idea because I have no beef with nobody. So that means a nigga got too much time on his hand, man. I don't. And I like I'm just it. saying that publicly. If a nigga's beefing with Hellrell in this day and age right now, I'm written free space in his head because I'm totally not thinking about him. I'm thinking about Upstage 2, Golden Triangle right. Part 2, this I record really I'm about to. Three. I don't really rap 3, this new verse that 40 just did on these new records that we just did. Like, we got a lot of shit going on. So if a nigga sitting around thinking about Hellrell, his op, his enemy, or he has to do something to me. I am written free space in his head, and I would like to know how much it costs. Mm. <laughs> like monthly? Monthly. Put that okay. on Airbnb. <laughs> if I'm written that much free space in your motherfucking head, I would like them to know how much it costs monthly. Because I'm not thinking about these guys. Right. Life is too good right now. With my brothers. Beautiful. Fred Money over there, Bussy. We had no I'm jumper. at no jumper. No, no. I'm, I'm, look, life is too good, no, Adam. Really, really, tell them what we might uh, do opposition? Saturday. Opposition? I don't have those. Yo, tell them what we're going to do Saturday. <clears throat> Flying out to England <clears throat> to walk a fight out. And sit rings high with our rings high. In England? Cleveland. No, Cleveland. Cleveland. We flying from my, from L.A. to Cleveland. Who's fighting? 
Uh, Jake Paul. Oh, you're going with them? Yeah, <clears throat> I like Shane's Adam. This shit is just different. Yeah, shouts to Mr. You're Z. with Jake Paul or you're with Tyron Woodley? Nah, no, man, nah, nah, it's nah. a trilla event. Oh, well, we, okay. we, we fuck with Jake, though. We oh, fuck you know with Jake, Because Mr. Zach yeah, shout out is Mr. Zach. Shout out to Mr. Zach. Shout out to Ryan, a co-owner of Trillin. He's Mr. following Zach me on the gram. Mr. Zach is a 17-year-old. Mr. Zach is the one that introduced us to Ryan. You get what I'm saying? The owner of Yeah, that's our guy, Zach. And that's how everything yeah. happened for us. And then, you know what I mean? We're going to support. We, we're not walking out of fighter, but we're going to be sitting ringside supporting. Oh, I thought he was walking out of nah, That's yeah, hard. That's nah, nah, all good. My, my fault. Yeah. You know I that, do make mistakes. That nah, song, <laughs> Best Out, that we walked the fighter out, Michael Hunter, that knocked the guy out, is the same song that's on a, a game called Fight Night that people used to um, have back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right? my no, shit, No, Fight though. Night, Fight Night. Fight Night 3. Everybody record, remembers Best Out from Fight Night. But fight yo, night. So that was that, on Fight we, Night? Yeah, yeah that, was, that was on Fight Night. I swear to God, I so that. That's so, yeah, that's what's crazy. So we we walked the fight out that knocked the dude out. EA so we, we letting everybody shit, that, every boxer know, if you want to knock somebody out, let them get the shit off. You want to knock somebody out, let them walk out to Best Out. Right. Because Fight Night, Michael Hunter, let's see what happened with the Jake Paul joint. Mm. It's a good mm. analogy. I didn't think about that, 40. It occurs to me that you guys are part of a very small percentage of African Americans who are going to be rooting for Jake Paul. <laughs> I didn't oh, say that. No, no, no. We we're not rooting for anybody. We're not rooting for We're supporting Trilla. Oh, okay. Supporting the event as a whole. Yeah, as a whole. I don't know. Shout out Woodley. Because, like, when Jake Paul fought Nate Robinson and Nate Robinson got brutally knocked out, you really saw a chorus of African American voices on Twitter who were very upset about it. Yeah, now we're not. Picking on really made for some great memes. Props to whoever wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Made the best man win. We just supporting our brother, Mr. Zach. Shout out to Ryan, and and we're supporting Trello. That's all. Yes, sir. For sure. Forty, talk to me about the fucking battle rap shit because I I, tell me how I I click on a battle last night because I'm like, oh my god, Forty go battle my boy Disaster, Mm. but then it was a virtual battle. Yeah. During COVID, right? Mm, and I, and it was fucking, it wasn't like a beat, but it was like a weird Halloween soundtrack yeah. in the background. <laughs> Shouts to my, my brother Chris Chows. He had edited that for How you start picking up those bags? Because I know that's a good bag right there, right? I know Broski did that. Yeah, that's fire. Shout out to RBE, my boy. His name is Adam as well. Okay. I tease him, ARP. And, you know, he just put that together that. He thought it'd be cool for me to, um, you know, he just brought me back to battle rap. And mm. I felt like not too many people could do that, like from regular rap, because it's a whole different world. So mm-hmm. he put me back to Activated, like back to Fight Club 40. You and you I'm put saying? on. Okay. And I did my thing, yeah. And shout out to my man, like um, JR was a, a huge um, help in that, because he he was like in my ear, like, come on, do it, B, it's a bag. <laughs> it's a bag. I'm like, I'm not a battle rapper no more, you know what I'm saying? But... I ain't gonna lie, he had, he got an ill battery like that mm. dude right there. So his battery, if, if Rel could tell you, his battery is crazy. I'm like, bro, like, yo, do it. I can see you I think two he, as I think well. he owns stock in Dorsal. Bro, you can't tell me that they wouldn't be ready to have Hell Rel going against one of these dudes or J.R. Ryder going against one of these dudes. Bro, I bet that would be a huge, like, I got you see right Cassidy coming doing that yeah, shit? Yeah, I, I was just on the phone with Smack yesterday. He said, yo, talk to Jay. I didn't even bring it up to you. He like, tell Ryder to get in the ring, man. I got a big bag for him. Like, yo, man, Ryder's blessed Shouts right now. Smack. Bro, a whole battle where it's all y'all and maybe even some other Diplomats members I'm who gonna, are fucking I'm battling for actual battle rappers. That'd be stupid. Yeah, that'd, that'd be crazy. Oh, I would tune in for that one. I, I need a hundo, though. 
I get in the ring for one, though. I'll be on stage. I might punch somebody. But I want my hundred up front, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna need See, the money up front because we might have to spread this bitch up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no back end. I want to need the hundred up front, oh, and we're gonna put on a motherfucking show. But yeah, shouts to Smack, shouts to RBE, shouts yeah, shout to all the leagues. You know, leagues I, respect, I, I respect, I respect battle rap. We shout watch them. WRGB too. I got a lot, a lot, a lot of requests like as far as the battle, and a lot of offers. Bro, Hell Rel Daylight. Oh my god. Hell and Daylight. I would never battle Daylight. <laughs> Take the shit daylight. on the stage. I would again? never battle Daylight. Nah, nah. I, I never battle yeah, Daylight. Daylight man. wanted to battle me too. I was like, oh, that nigga's too like, complex, man. I told him, I said, I, I said, he's yo, like the I Joker. told him before. Like, yeah, he is. Before man. he started doing like nasty, the weird though. stuff, but he, and then yo, he started Adam. battling regular niggas. A lot, of, I was like, a lot nah. of street niggas can't relate to that, but you got to be a real lyrical person to really understand Daylight, man. Yeah, he's a like he's a fucking genius. You got to be a genius to understand a genius. Shout out daylight. You could be fuddle a motherfucker. He'll have you just like ah. I don't it's know, just what the fuck saying that, man. <laughs> when a nigga twerked with, with the, when the nigga had to dress with the with the chopper, I said, nah, this nigga's different. Oh my god. But I said this era was well, like the shit that niggas doing this era, we would never do in our era. Right. Never. Mm. I would never wear a fucking blouse. No. <laughs> but no disrespect. Who wore blows? To anybody who does it in this era. Right. Oh. You know what I'm just saying? Like, young nah, but that's for battle rap. Who's that no, shot at? What's that gun? That's not a shot at or nobody. Was it Conway? Who, which, who, who were the drugs? See, Adam. Not Adam, 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 first. Adam. Oh, now nah, we fuck Adam, with Griselda. This is a very big platform. Don't start. No beef. <laughs> don't do that, Adam. Don't put words in my mouth. Well, that's really what this is all about, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Adam, like, what the fuck y'all niggas came for? Then? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you here for? We just here to Instagram. Let's up it. <laughs> nah, and that's not the case. Yeah, but shout out to Griselda. Shout out to Griselda, though, but I think we influenced their music. I spoke to Benny Butcher. He said, bro, you uh, did a drop for my first mixtape, and I ain't even remember that shit. Wow. Know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, Benny, that's what's up, nigga. Mm. You winning right now. Congratulations. And I ain't even remember I did a drop for his first mixtape. I actually was tripping when I first like heard Ryder on more, you know, that style production. Mm -hmm. Oh, with 38 Special. Shouts to 38 Special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about hopping on that kind of beat? Because that is sort of like to, it's like it's it own separate lane around these days. It was different, but I liked it. It was different for me because it was like it was like plain, 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 mm -hmm. like plain, and you know what I mean. But once I got into it, like I'm like, ooh, nah, I like this. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the beats sound, you know, a lot of the beats sound the same. Mm. You get what I'm saying? As far as the drums, it's, it's super slow. But you know, once I got in that in that in that groove, you know, I sent the record over to 38 Special. No, no, matter of fact, I pulled up to his crib. Mm. He had a studio in his crib in Jersey. And um, we put the record record together like that. And, yeah, it was dope. For sure. For sure. How do y'all feel when you look at, like, the overall state of hip-hop in New York in particular these days, though? Do you find it's it diverse. inspiring? It's diverse. It's diverse. It's diverse. Good shit, bad shit. Diverse. You got your drill. You got your... I like it all. You got your backpack. I like, yeah, I like it. I like it. Rowdy like Rebel is one of my favorite rappers in New York. Yeah, you know, one thing I do like, I like the fact that the gangsters now are dancing. Mm. I'm saying like a little more fun. <laughs> gangsters yeah. dance now. The gang, it wasn't it wasn't cool for a gangster to dance. It like, was in for LA though, in not in New York. Yeah, it like if you crip walking, maybe like you know what I'm saying like that. Niggas that was, was, cool. was booking, nah, yeah, doing, doing, like, doing all type of shit in LA. Mm -hmm. 
know what I'm saying? But like now, like with the drill music, niggas got their dances and shit. Like, now, like nigga do it, nigga do all that shit. Little, like thing with your yeah, foot yeah, yeah, in front yeah, of the yeah. foot. Yeah. They mm-hmm. ain't nothing soft about I like to see it, but I don't want I was gonna say I don't really want to see how we're doing that. Nah, we that's not that's that skip that era. We was like we from the like we two step era. Like you know what I'm saying? But little bros could do it, but not me. But you still got spitters. You got it's a mixture of everything. It's a melting pot. As far as New York. It's a mountain pot. And even just in the, in the in the rap game, I mean, majority is, you know, it's, it's, it's not lyrical, mm. but you still got a nice amount of rappers that's still pushing the pen and still putting out quality music. You get what I'm saying? So I love it. I like adjusting. I like, you know what I mean? Just going to the rolling loud, like I was telling you, that inspired me to step out the box, to mm. do something like, you know what I mean? More crowd participation based. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. Definitely. Man, these kids need to be careful, though. That's all I want to say, because I've been hearing about these crazy-ass gang indictments going on out there. Incredible, man. Oh, my God. Incredible. It is not a good time to be no. a criminal it's in not. New York City, it's my right. friends. It's not. Right. New York is a police state, man. Mm. It's a police state. Yeah, just stay out of that. Yeah, and you know why? It's the unemployment then slowed up. Mm. So for and, and people are used to getting money and, from that. September they slowed up. I'm gonna break something down to you, Adam. And you gonna follow me and you're gonna agree. Okay. New York is not gang compliant. Mm-hmm. LA is gang compliant. Can I break that down to you? Sure. Yeah. If you go to the county in LA, they're gonna ask you if you are a gang member. And they're gonna put you with your kind. Okay. Bloods over here, Crip module, Mexican module. Mm-hmm. New York doesn't give a fuck what gang you're in. Okay. They'll put you in a house with a Latin king, a blood, a Crip, and don't give a fuck what you are. So it's a lot of politics, it's a lot of shit. Like, it'll be a Crip in New York jail and He's like, why y'all putting me in jail with a fuck a bunch of bloods and I'm documented that I'm a Crip member? Y'all trying to get me killed? Hmm. So that's how guys in New York systems have loopholes. You're not supposed to go to a jail if you're a documented gang member and your ops are in that jail. That's what's called separations. They don't post to put you in jails with people you have beef with. New York don't give a fuck. They'll put you, they'll nail your blood and put you in a cell with a Crip. LA won't do that mm. unless they want to fuel the fire. They want to see two bloods and crips kill each other. But according to protocol, they understand protocol. When you go to LA County, there's a Mexican rep, there's an African American rep. Am I lying? I haven't been. So. Well, I've, my, <laughs> my, my man's been to the county. In the county jail in LA, there's a Mexican rep. And the Aryan Nations and all the other people have to fall under the Mexican rep. Mm-hmm. And then there's a black rep. He represents the Bloods and the Crips. So a Blood can have beef with a Crip in the streets, but in jail, they have to be friends because they're outnumbered by the Mexicans. So you're saying in New York is, is just all-out war in comparison? Just all-out war. It's just blood on blood, sense. just no fucking rules or regulations. It's just we do what the fuck we want. You, you had to do any time recently? Recently, I did two state bids, Adam. When, what was the most recent 97 one? 97R, 7193, 02R, 2050. Okay. Yes, sir. Yo, real quick, the, um, I, I'm going to tell you about some ops, though. I mean, I just thought about this. 
Let me tell you who's an op. The L.A. cops is ops, man. Mm. Dude, dude, dude. Now, real quick, I ain't. I wasn't gonna bring this up, but me, me and Jr. was 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 we was out. We was we was active last night, right? We we pull up to a spot yeah, called fighter. Diamond Dolls. Right. Yeah, sir. Shout out to Diamond Dolls. Yep. In South Central, right? So it's a strip club, and we were literally double parked for about a minute. And cops just came and asked us, said, you don't pass a double park here. I said, no problem. He said, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me talk to you. We like, what? Like, all right, cool. He come to the car. He said, listen, man, it, this, this, ain't, this ain't nothing. He just, everything was like, this ain't going to be nothing. Just, um, what's your name? Told him. He said, yo, you mind turning off the car? What? He said, yeah, right, you know what? Cause you get out the car and you got any weapons on you? What? What are y'all talking about? Like this, this all this. What did we do? We just double park. So long story short, we on the wall. Pause. About it on the strip club. Strip club again? Why you got to keep saying strip club? Huh? <laughs> it's Making a strip it club. <laughs> let, him, let him know what his but, taste be. No, nah, no, nah, listen. We didn't go inside. I we said you like had a girl. Ladies. Nah, listen, God, listen, listen. Strip, strip, with strip club. I mean, whatever. It's, it's called Diamond Dolls. We ain't even go inside because we. As soon as we pull up, we getting harassed. We on the wall, getting searched, whatever the case may be, and they just kept telling us, "Yo, you know." It's normal procedure. It's normal procedure. They know we the strip club know the um diamond dolls know we're doing this, <laughs> my fault, right? Diamond dolls know we're doing this. I said, so short story short, they let us go. They said, yo, listen, man, <coughs> just letting y'all know, man, y'all wanna be over here, this and that. We like, all right. They left. The people in front of the strip club, diamond dolls, say, yo, what happened? They was harassing y'all? Yeah, he said, they tried to say that y'all was down with that. That's what y'all asked him to do. He said, nah, hell no. They come here all the time harassing people. Mm. So the question I'm going to ask you, Adam, do, do, is this true? Like, in, 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 in the neighborhood? I like, would say that, like, in South Central, if you're a couple of dudes of color in a fucking car outside a strip club, for sure they're going to guess that it could be a gang thing, and they are hella on gang members in L.A. They, mm. they told just, me. just black dudes in the hood in general, like, the cops act like they want you to be under their fucking supervision. Like they, they want to be checking, you know, you know, it's like, so that, that doesn't surprise me at all. I was I hear getting about upset shit like that and they the told me like, mm. dude, you know where you so at? The LA thing. I'm like, got you. I didn't even know where we was at. We were in a sixty thousand. He told me where we was at. He said, matters. he said, listen, man, you in South Central look. right now. He's trying to tell you this that is, that area is, is where it goes down at. That's what he was saying. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I was like, you know what? That's understandable. Yeah. I forty, yeah, forty had me, forty had me in a, in a hood, but yeah, nah. Uh, Yo, when stuff like that happens, I gotta look at Jr. Gonna hit me with the C. Once see? they once they realized that you guys weren't from there and that you were rappers from another area, yeah, I kind of assumed that the cops probably like switched over a little bit to like being worried about your safety nah, nah. as opposed to giving they you a just hard time. Really they brought, just, when they told you like you shouldn't be here, they're probably thinking like, like. You, know, you shouldn't you know be why? here for your own sake. The right, owners right, of the you know? club and the bouncers, they was recording with their cell phones. Oh, so they yeah, tried yeah. to wrap it up. As soon as they start hearing certain things mm. and they, they found out we wasn't a threat and right. we didn't have anything, after they searched, legal, illegally was, searched the truck. They ops, man. He told me to do yeah. too much. He said, yo, face the wall. 
the whole time. I say, yo, what are we, what are we doing? Man? You ain't never seen the NWA fucking movie, man. Yeah, and I, I had to realize it was it's real. Bro. So you don't, you don't, that, it's not that, like that, that shit was in, in 1990 something. It still is, goes there. It's not like that in New York anymore. You don't feel like like I, during the stop and frisk era, it was crazy for people to stop. No more. Different. Hell no, not no more. It's more different. Nobody hops out, searches you. Not none of that. Interesting. Not when I lived out there, that felt like not for double parking. Not for double parking. It's a ticket or warning, bro. It's a ticket or warning. Like, New York has been defunded. It's back to the 80s. You know why? Mm. Because a cop feels like, damn, I've been trying to get this cocksucker off the streets. He's been shooting uh, 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 people every fucking day, and I finally get him arrested, and due to bail reform, he gets put back out on the streets. So that makes the cops not want to fucking police the streets no more. So when they hear guns going off, I'm not going to get him locked up. Mm. His ass going to be back out tomorrow. Right. So... Gunfire. Have you got Citizens app? You familiar with that? I heard about it, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Shootings all over fucking New York City. Damn. And it's just horrible. I just watched it in my house, man. I said, it's like the City of Gods. You ever seen the movie City of Gods? Uh, oh, I did see that, yeah. The yeah, Brazilian I love, movie? I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. It's like when he, it's like when the OGs died off and the young niggas just took over the island and they just did whatever they wanted to do. That's New York City, man. There's mm -hmm. no OGs. Them older niggas don't want no problems with them young boys. Who do? If you 40, 35, 40, that means you got kids, you have a respectable life. Who wants some issue with an 18, 19-year-old kid who has nothing to fucking lose, got access to a bunch of guns, and 20, 30 motherfuckers who think just like him? You were that kid, though, at one point, I right? was. Yeah. I was, but I grew, and I understand that mentality so I don't come around it. We need more kids who want to be YouTubers and TikTokers, not shoot them up, bang, bang, bad guys. Right. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. I would agree. But unfortunately, the, 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 the music and the videos that they see creates this, you know, this... this, this you just took the blame. You just took the yeah, blame. Yeah. It's like, all you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, all me. You put the blame me. on all of us. Like, it ain't on me. Why would it be on me? Hell, had me ready to cop you a break. You said it's the videos oh of the music, but nah, I don't think, I don't think, because then you have to blame movies and things like that. Those, uh, yeah, Killer album. Season. I think there's a parental advisory <laughs> sticker on those uh, projects that's being sold, man. Mm. Parental advisory stickers that everybody ignores. So that means the parents should be advising these kids not to listen to this stuff, correct? Right. Everybody knows the parental advisory. That means that somebody that is a parent should be making sure they don't hear me talking about shooting up a motherfucking dope house. <laughs> Yo, I was That's a parental advisory sticker for a reason, right, ma'am? Ma'am. I mean, let's follow the protocol. I always wanted to ask you how you ended up in those fucking early like little Reese videos and shit when the drill wave first started popping off in my I head didn't even know. I was like yo was hell like, rail must be their supplier nigga said supplier <laughs> <laughs> so I flew all the way to Chicago to supply them with some fucking you were probably out. back and forth all the time it was just that time you popped in a video hell rail and the grim reaper well a guy that I know named Phantom that I don't usually do I don't do business no took me out there and he was telling me about the New York the, the drill scene shit and I don't know what the fuck was going on when I went out there that shit was like a whole nother fucking world mm. so I kind of got to see it front 
before all this shit took place. Mm. I was mom long. Mm. I had four or five kids standing around me with 30 extendos. I've never seen an extendo in my life. We don't carry extendos in New York. Mm. Nigga might have a handgun and might have eight bullets in it, 10 bullets. That's enough. Yeah, this nigga <laughs> had a clip this long. Right. I'm like, like, nah, you good, bro. You good, big bro. You good. And it's like 45, four, five, six, seven niggas with extendos on them. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, man? Where the fuck am I at, man? <laughs> and then another nigga come out with the motherfucking chopper, the stick, and put it under the car. I'm like, yo, there's too many guns out here, man. It's dangerous being a hard ass out. I said, I said, <laughs> I, I said, yeah, man. This is before the, the, the coin, the, the phrase Chirac is coined. Right. So I'm witnessing this shit. And they're telling me, yeah, man, this little nigga right here got four bodies under his belt. This little nigga right here, man, he, he do all the drills because he's 13, so he can't, he can't do no jail time. So we sent him on all the murders, and I'm just watching and just listening. And when I went back in 2019 and 20, and I realized, I said, wow, I was really a part of Chicago fucking drill history. I'm in actual documentaries, Adam. Yeah. On fucking Chicago drill fucking scenes. And I'm around big, uh, this a dude named Big Law, R.I.P. Big Law. It's like Big Dirk and them's big homie. Mm -hmm. Got pictures with him, man. And he's like one of the big homies of the BDs in Chicago. He came home and he tried to like organize the uh, gang shit on the way it was in the old days. And unfortunately, you know, the new generation wasn't respecting that and he met his untimely demise. Mm. But I just met, it just bugged me out that I got pictures with this motherfucker. I'm like, damn, I got pictures with Little Dirk's big homie. Mm. I was in a mix to all this shit. I was in O-Block. I didn't know I was in O-Block until I went back and looked at the old footage. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in O-Block. <laughs> I'm walking through O-Block. I'm walking through Lamron. I'm walking through all these fucking songs, so, uh, streets that I'm hearing in all these new raps. Right. So that shit is just amazing to me. Crazy. Amazing. History. What year was that? I believe this was probably like 2010, 11. Mm. Around the time Chief Keith first got signed. I think, cool. had, I think he had, I think he had, that's that shit I don't like out. Mm. Okay. Promo time. Talk about it. What y'all got? What's coming up? Golden Triangle 2. Golden Triangle 1 is out already. I Upstage really rap 3. We working on, um, well, I got my solo mixtape coming out, my solo album coming out. I really rap 3 coming, and um, we working on um, the Upstage Part 2. Big records, Adam. Mm. And um, we got this record called History that's crazy with me, Rel and 40. Shout we about to, to shoot the video. We about to shoot the video in uh, Miami next week with Rage. Uh, I don't know if you heard of him, Director Rage. He, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, shot, he just shot the Soldier Boy video with French Montana. Oh, make, make it, it clap. clap. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we shooting. I think he did grilling for you too. Yeah, he did bird call for me. Yeah. With, uh, with Lil Wayne. Yeah. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got history. History. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, 40, what you got coming? Um, like he said, Upstage 2. 
Um, I have a battle platform that I for like a locals called WRGB where people um can tap in and you know we pay people for um battles that we that we set up and stuff like that so you can hit my instagram it's 40 cal if you if anybody's interested and you know i support the battle rap culture so that's what i do but like i said upstage two and the history joint telling you i think a lot of people was gonna be very excited to hear that how you say it's kind of like it's like what's the word i'm looking for when you when you when you it's nostalgic when you hear 40 Cal, Hellrell, and JR going in. Mm. Like how it back in the days, like when you was like, every verse was like, mm, that's crazy. Word, they killed it. That's what people are definitely going to look forward to hearing. And that's what we got. So I can't wait for y'all to, um like the whole world to like preview. Like right. I, put, I put a clip on my Instagram and he called me like, stop. Not yet, <laughs> and like a, like a thousand people seen that. I ain't tell you. Somebody hit me. It was like, "Yo, word, that's what you doing?" I was like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna chill out. Yeah, chill you're out. moving fast. <laughs> so I'm, that's how static. I want everybody to see it. But you know, but yeah, yeah, we got we got we got some fire music on the way, and then we got our solos, mixtapes, and albums. You know, what I mean, we still cooking. We still moving. I just dropped. We going to the studio single. after this. Off the uh, Golden Triangle too, called the realest shit I ever wrote. Shout okay. out to the. The Golden so Triangle. Title, Spotify, all streaming platforms. So please stream it. First single off the Golden Triangle part two. Sure. Thank you for having me, Adam, man. This is a dope ass fucking interview, man. This Appreciate is, you. This is a joy. This is like off the checklist. This, this is like a this is this like, a, like, like a bucket a, list. Like, this shit was like a uh, we did no jump A delicacy. You feel me? We gotta do it every time you come back. Right. Yeah, that'd be and, dope. And, and, when we done with the album, video done, everything done, that'll be dope. I appreciate that, my guy. Right. Right. Yes, no, sir. That's my fucking boy right now. It, it was a, a, a great experience just getting to re- revisit a lot of the classic stuff and just listening to all the new shit. Yes, sir. Getting ready for this because you guys are definitely some of my favorite rappers of all time. Appreciate, we appreciate that, bro. that, Adam. My guy. We know you don't fuck with everybody. <laughs> Nobody. Hate everybody. We know that. <laughs> Trust me, we know that. Listen, we had Adam in the hood. Let it be known, we had you in the hood, a Harlem. You're solidified. You're, how you say it? Certified. Verified. 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 Verified, verified member. Verified. He's a verified member. It occurred me, to me at a moment there that like maybe I'm not smart moving around like this, but <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yo, Adam was right. crazy. Yo. <laughs> My God! <laughs> Anybody oh else would have did it? Had would have had a, a shirt that said "I survived Harlem." Press, <laughs> yo, <laughs> like when they're in yo, fucking Afghanistan. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Nah, not you. You were Shopify jumping off the roof, <laughs> print Wu Tang shirts downstairs. That way. That way. That way. Hell, bro. Appreciate you, JR Ryder. 40 yeah. cal. Yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Right. Appreciate y'all. No jumper. Appreciate no jumper. jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us Coolest out on YouTube. Coolest in the world. You already know what Patreon. it is. Patreon. Sanaya, I love you. SoundCloud, you know, iTunes, you know. Spotify, all Tap that in. shit. Go like, comment, subscribe. No jumper.com if you want to support. 